0: What is up, Friday nighters? Welcome back to another episode of just another Friday night. Uh, I am CM Chuck. This is double A. We like to call him Adam Antium Adam sometimes. Um, and once again, guys, it is an early uh episode. It is Wednesday. It is not just another Friday night, it's actually just another Wednesday night. Uh, but this time it is my fault. Uh, I will be out of town uh, tomorrow and Friday. So, uh we didn't want to cheat y'all out of an episode, so we're bringing you an episode early and we're gonna do a little different this time because we're gonna go ahead and not drop the audio until uh for the audio listeners until Friday as well as the YouTube will wait till Friday to drop that. But if you're here tonight, you can see it early right double yes, if you're yes, catching you us can. if you're catching us live on Facebook, then we're here now to be uh here with you and hang out with you on a Wednesday night maybe you're off tomorrow maybe you're gonna be on vacation like me and do some boozing tonight you know what I mean uh, we're cool with that, right? Double yeah. A. So, what's been going on, man? How's things been since our last episode? Uh, so we got some
2: pretty bad news, you know. Richard Donner passed away. Yeah, you know, the director of uh the first Superman movie, uh, like eh, the weapon. Yeah, Leak the Goonies. Weapon. Uh, I mean, man, the, the man has has a big list. He's like a, another director that we really don't talk about. That we probably should be talking about more. That he had a lot of things under his belt either as a producer
0: but as
2: a director too so
0: mm-hmm. yeah and then I, I know I know he didn't really he kind of started on Superman 2 but he didn't finish yeah but there is the Donner the cut. Donner cut yes. yeah he, he, before Zack Snyder got a Snyder cut there was the Donner cut yes. so, uh, yeah have and you seen that version yes I have it actually yeah. so yeah better you like it better It's fine yeah. okay yeah okay. it's
2: still more serious for sure they kind of take out some of the the quirkiness of okay. the, the other version cool you know some of the
0: little things so yeah it's a it's a little bit more serious yeah. i've yet to see it but um very cool so i i, yeah, I would definitely yeah. check it out but yeah super sad about his yeah, passing um, you know i mean he yeah. was
2: he was up there in age but still it just it sucks when you hear someone like that just
0: pass away and, you know there was
2: millions of tributes to mm-hmm. him millions of them so uh especially you know, that's, at- that's, yeah, big time. And you know, especially with a lot of these movies, like the Goonies, it's just like every yeah. So often you just that movie pops up somewhere and there's like so much like
0: fan love for that one. Or what know? do people say that it's like, you know, Stranger Things reminds them of the Goonies, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or um, uh, you know, just things like that. I mean, yeah. like uh, you know, Lethal Weapon, obviously iconic yeah, like the, and, yeah the, the buddy movie, the cop mm-hmm. Buddy movie, you know. And I'm the so. first Superman, I mean, it's like the one <sighs> that set it all off. You know what yeah. I mean? Christopher Reeve, amazing casting. Yeah. I mean, those uh that iconic music yeah. you know what i mean so that that's uh that's unbelievable but uh what a career what a life man yeah uh richard donner man rest in peace so yeah i oh, hope we got jason ruiz in the house jason from hey, hondo it, jason he says what's up what's up bro what's up man uh thanks for joining us early in the week i i tried to get out as much notice as i could that we were going to be on early this week but um i didn't really have uh uh i didn't do a great job of, of letting everyone know we were going to be on this early in the week but here we are it's early in the week but we're here and uh you know we're happy to be here with you guys on, on a wednesday night or whatever but what are you guys getting up to um are uh, there anybody catch the finals yesterday game one oh. of the finals i saw your brother was talking about it in our group chat i didn't watch it i'm, I'm pulling for the bucks uh, phoenix won game one so mm-hmm. and I say pretty handily,
2: uh, one eighteen to one oh three. Okay, so, yeah. You see that ten trend continuing,
0: or man, I don't know. I, I I'm a. i am I heard CP three had wine. a big game, but but when you play like that in the one game, you might not. It's yeah. hard to repeat that performance. Yeah. So. You know what I mean? So, uh, I don't think that Giannis is any slouch. So I mean, uh, I mean he we'll was see. MVP. So, but cool to see kind of two new teams. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, so for sure. when is game for two sure. double A?
2: Uh, it's probably either gonna be tomorrow. Tomorrow, probably. Okay. They always like to do it like one game, one, one, you game, know, one rest, game. one game, yeah. Yeah, all right. Because I think okay. they're trying to get back to maybe their re- regular schedule. It one, one, like one, that... one. Right. That's how. It's... Well, well. Uh, I mean, like
0: the NBA schedule, like the oh. regular NBA. Oh, schedule. right, right, right. Seems like yeah. that's what they're trying
2: to go back to. Yeah. So.
0: It feels like it was a long time ago. That. Yeah, because you know how weird. the
2: season always starts around October. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's
0: always around Halloween that the season that always right. starts. Yeah. So, yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, that'll be interesting, guys. Let us know if you're watching the NBA finals. Let says, hello, my handsome cousins. Uh, hello, our beautiful cousin Let. Uh, we appreciate you joining us here on a Wednesday night. Does it make it feel like Friday, guys? Go ahead and have treat yourself to some wine or a beer or whatever your beverage of choice is, uh, because you're here with us. And when you hang out with us, we like you to uh, enjoy a beverage. Um, what else? Double A uh, today. We're 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 doing our best Loki impressions by th- coming out on the same day as a new episode of Loki. Uh, did you watch already? Yes, I did. Oh man, I liked it. That show it is a good just- fucking phenomenal i cannot wait to talk about yeah. it with this guy and all of you uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guys it's worth the price of admission to disney plus so uh go watch loki is all i can tell you man tom hiddleston is killing the game uh not to mention owen wilson is killing the game yeah. right? it's, it's yeah. fantastic in that so. grant I'd say it was MVP of this episode. Very cool. <laughs> big time. Big time. Uh, you know, it doesn't take much for me to get teary-eyed, but uh, there I was, right? So, uh, uh, And then two more days, man. We got Black Widow. Yeah. You're going to go first night? Or what's your plan for Black I would Widow? like
2: to see it at the movies, but we'll see how it plays out. Okay. If I can't be able to go, I will get it on Disney+. Plus. I will so be. So I'm
0: going to watch either way. Either okay. Either at the theater. Or if I can't make it, I'm going to. You think we'll do that at an episode? Let's see how we feel after watching it. Okay, let's see how we feel after we might have to beat out the now. Watch this, guys. Because they might try to beat us to the punch on the Black Widow. I don't set. know. I don't know. Maybe what <laughs> movie were they supposed to? Watch? Oh, Quiet Place. Quiet. Yeah, Quiet Place. <laughs> Quiet Place too. Yeah, I think Lucky still might not have seen it yet. So. Uh, Aaron B says, "Sweet shirts." Thank hey, you very much, Aaron. Aaron, um, speaking I'm of, glad you're here. Uh, our buddy Gabe
2: Flores, if you remember our episode yeah. pressing the issue, he. Uh, he fixed mine. Oh, man. He said this one was a little hard because it was beat up, you know, which is fine. But yeah. he said this one came out super awesome, super clean. He was able, to, I'm not, I haven't even touched them because I haven't opened it. I'm not going to open them until you send them uh, off, right? Yeah, because he cleaned off. Remember in our episode, he cleaned off all the fingerprints mm-hmm. and all the oil. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Let me
1: take a look at that
2: pictures, one. uh, that oh, I've seen, it looks clean. Yeah, the picture that I've seen, there's like a big 133 on the back of this. Mm-hmm. It's all white. He was able to take that marker off completely without damaging the comic. Oh, uh, so, Aaron, I was gonna say, you know, I, I know you always like to kind of you know flip stuff around. So, I mean, uh, old comic books. You know, if you ever want old comic books and they look pretty beat up, I would say hit up gay Flores uh because he can do wonders with even like these books these are from the 60s like 64 65 and he made them look pretty damn clean so yeah gabe i thank you so much uh for everything you did Uh, these came out great and i'm going to be sending sending these to cgc so i can finally stop having these out have them pressed (laughs) sealed up and that's it and then i can probably sell these give them another few years probably a thousand each for you
0: yeah, Gabe, no. if you hear this episode even after the fact, Gabe, give us your estimate on the grade. Did he give you an estimate? What grade? No, no no, no, no. We should we should do a we should write down our own number uh here today. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with a I'm gonna go with you're gonna get a six five on the which one was the rough one? 40, uh forty eight. Forty eight. I'm gonna go with six five on forty eight. And I'm gonna go with I'm gonna give you a nice eight on forty nine. I don't know. I don't know. I know that's my th- those are my numbers. Those are my numbers. Put put your numbers in uh, as you think about it. Uh, yeah, Aaron B, that is a great idea. If you get an no, opportunity, it is, Aaron, man, um,
2: even if you get some of these older issues, some of these you, you know, they're they're spiking up to maybe even like 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. And if you send it to Gabe, you know, he cleans it up for you, you can send it to CGC, and man, he that can go up from like 60 to maybe 150, hundred uh maybe even two hundred for certain issues that are that you can probably pick up for like fifty bucks, like I said, just like fifty and it, bucks and and that's a really good uh business you kind of get into. You know, you kind of drop some money but then you make
0: money so i mean it's (laughs) and the good thing aaron is that you know guys that kind of know what they're what to look for and you have so many places to look and Aaron, it's not just nerds
2: that are buying this like comic book nerds there are actually high investment people that are looking at these comics now and yeah they're like they're snatching these up because they're you know a lot of these
0: comics they're only going to keep on going up and up yeah you know a lot of these aren't going to go down anymore yeah. You don't even have to really be that into it to know that you want to make money off it. I mean, you know, you asked me recently what yeah, I would like yeah. to sell. I would definitely yeah. love to be more in this, but half price books. Uh, you know, yard sales. Yep. Of course, there's the comic book shops, but you know, even um, even eBay, just markets, eBay. eBay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man, you could definitely get some wins, whatever. You know, normally we're looking for things for our own collection, but I don't even have that thought, really. Of course, those are going to be double A's. He's going to keep until he's well, dead, like, probably. Say, but. for
2: instance, uh, you see that one CM right there, of Black Adam, the Alex Ross cover. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I, I got that for like about three bucks. It's going on that Key Collector app, it's going for about like over 170 now. Oh, wow. Nice. And that's nuts. I,
0: I never would have thought that yeah, would have even blew, blown up. So. Yeah, and it's crazy, man, because it's like uh, Mario Delgado was teaching us, Aaron, that you got to kind of follow trends and and see, like, you know, hey, there's a movie of this coming out uh, next week. I got some really beautiful stuff today delivered. Uh, Chris Rizzo, thank wow. you so much for coming out today, man, and making that delivery for me. Um, wonderful stuff you had in your uh, buy it now auction on Invincible Comics and more. Uh, Aaron, I'll invite you to that uh, auction site. Really yeah, great guys. Yeah, probably be in there. a good spot.
2: You, yeah. know, you say you've been able. to pick up oh yeah some, some really great issues. stuff some of the stuff i don't know what it is but it's beautiful
0: covers these guys are really man, nice some, guys
2: you know you can maybe pick up a decent comic and make some pretty good cash up from it So yeah
0: and they give you a description there they'll give you a little description but i mean let's just say you go into one of these auctions and i'll again i'll invite you to the group uh you say i'm gonna just spend 50 bucks on this yeah. or whatever you buy you know five, 10 books. And then you decide, you know, you get impressed by Gabe and then you maybe want to get them graded or whatever. You're going to have, right. Once it's in the slab and it's graded, I mean, it already goes up. It right goes away, up a lot. Know, so yeah. You, you did that. Just like there, anything so. now
2: that's being graded, it just goes up. Who else we got in the comments, double A. Rich is in the house. He said, what's up. Joe's in the house. said, what's up. So we got, nice. we got our, our
0: regular crew. Our Friday night crew coming in. The Friday night crew is in is in effect. Uh, so yeah, we said, "What's up, Joe? What's up, Rich? Appreciate you guys being here." All right, guys. Uh, also, I want to show you something really quickly. Uh, I met up with uh, Annie at um, Deuces Mercado. Y'all know Annie over there uh, who does a lot of our. Uh, San Antonio-based uh, merch that we do here. Stuff we get from her is exclusive to her. You can get a lot of our stuff on ThreeLeggedRabbit.com. Uh, so definitely go uh, and check them out if you want stuff. Um, for, uh, Just another Friday night t-shirts. Um, but I, I, I work with her sometimes on doing different designs. And so we got one back. Um, and I got a small limited run. This is our first ever front and back t-shirt, guys. So it goes a little bit more, 23 for this one. But boom, check this out for you guys, the Friday Night Faithful right there. If you are a Friday nighter and you're one of the Friday Night Faithful, you got to get you one of the Friday Night Faithful T-shirts right here. Um, and these are only through me. These are not at ThreeLeggedRabbit.com, but there's other merchandise they there. And these have a back. See, it's got our, what I call our, our third logo there on the back. It's a kind of a combination of our first two logos. But uh, Annie created this as well over at Deuces Mercado. Uh, but i love this one we've got it only this one gray with the red lettering and then we've got it in the early you can call it maybe christmas double a or would you call it maybe a first oh, st patrick's day maybe <laughs> but you can also well, you get do it you love st patty's day i do love st patty's you can also get it in green boom are you one of the friday night faithful are you a friday nighter Would you pay $23 for this t-shirt? I hope you would. And I only charge you – we only got to charge you guys a little bit more because the back logo is an upcharge for us to get it another logo on there. But, uh, yeah, guys, so we got – I got a limited run of those, limited sizes. Um, Let me know what you think. Let me know if uh, I can get you one. Send me a message on Facebook um or instagram or twitter uh you can get a hold of either one of us that way and let me know what size you need and then what color you want and i can see if we have it um uh, but i uh, super love that logo she designed i told her what i wanted and she was able to create something uh with that um and so me and double A are fans i'm gonna buy buy one of each myself uh for myself uh so I we we're on vacation right AA. <laughs> yeah. so uh there's definitely that uh let's see um what else we have? In Joe comics? says the man in the hat
2: is it Fred Durst? Is it Fred
0: Durst? Yeah, yeah. the man that would be the man in the red hat. Uh, Joe
2: says. So. Joe says, nice. I need one. <laughs>
0: Definitely. Uh, let me Jason know, but... says, have
2: y'all seen Mario? I miss him. Oh. I have seen Mario. Mm-hmm. And he's doing great. He's doing well. He's still selling comics like crazy yeah so he's busy he's super busy
0: we reached out to him by email we needed some stuff uh jason and then uh we, we went and uh, had the opportunity to meet up with him to get that stuff and had a great conversation he's doing well yeah he's, he's actually growing great. his hair out a little bit so like I say he's still busy as ever like if he hasn't yeah. even stopped
2: uh you know running a,
0: a shop he, he's busy yeah he's and busy. you can always uh reach him by by email um give it, shoot him an email and, and maybe On if Facebook he, um he
2: says he'll he's you know he'll answer you faster on facebook so yeah
0: so if you're friends with him on facebook shoot him a message tell him hello ask him how he's doing he might even tell you to give him a call or something like that but you yeah. can also always email him but uh yeah he's doing his he's doing his thing man he's, he's got rocking he's, he's got, rolling he's busy so he's got slab books go books going out to get slabbed and slab books coming back in i mean i think he's he says that they're a little bit behind schedule but he's got enough they out there that they're yeah. he's got waves coming in probably yes, he so will. lots yeah. of great uh high quality slab books from uh, yeah. mario delgado so uh who else we got here kara says hi kara kara says get more sizes okay awesome and aaron says i'll get one aaron uh greatly appreciate that man uh also too i would like to thank uh marquise john uh sorry marquise and roxanne uh hold uh for their purchases of a of a shirt recently that's really awesome uh you guys might have saw i had some shirts i shipped out this weekend there were our our previous uh, design um that went out to del rio texas so i'm waiting to get pics back on those so we've got shirts going to del rio so guys i know for a fact now we have Uh, We don't have any shirts in South Carolina, but we got a bottle opener and stickers in South Carolina. We've got shirts in Ohio. We've got shirts that have gone to Hawaii, uh, shirts that are in uh, as as far as Texas goes. We've got them in uh, El Paso. Uh, We've got them in uh, Del Rio now. We've got them in... uh, uh, a few other places so you guys let us know what we can do regarding getting shirts out to you uh and supporting you guys and obviously want to try to keep getting new different logos and designs that uh, we think that you guys might might like and think look cool whatever i I hate it because we order shirts and it comes out of our pocket and then i like what we bought and i want to buy it myself (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah so that's uh that's that um Um, double A, what else though?
2: Yeah, real quick, uh, for our wrestling fans, today is the 25th anniversary of the formation of the NWO. Oh man, this day in 1996, Hulk Hogan shocked the world and turned his back, man, on the vitamins, on the prayers. Uh, man, he, you know, with that that moment, Randy Savage, that moment where it looked like he was about to clear house and then he like dropped some macho man, or like everyone went ape. Everyone booed him. Who was Everyone, calling
0: that match? You ever know it? was Bobby Heenan Tony and Tony Schiavone and Dusty Rhodes. And Dusty and, and it must have been. Uh, who? Who was it? One of them says he's like. Maybe he's the it's third Bobby man. Heenan. And yeah, I'm like, kind of,
2: why, why are you Bobby like, it? Yeah. What? Well, what side is he on? Yeah. Kind of. I. mean, Who knows? But I mean, that was a big shock. I mean, it was definitely just like, wow. You know. And then you know the post interview. <laughs> Oh you yeah, know, people are just throwing garbage in the ring and stick it, brother. Yeah, I mean he, he was just frustrated with the fans. He was starting to get booed down there in the <laughs> south. And yeah, man. Yeah, just, man, uh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. That, that, and then that, it wasn't that long, I think uh maybe a week
0: or that Monday after he came out in all black. The man, black, yeah. Uh, man. It, was it was like just, the the send off of the yellow and red for a while. You know what I mean? And then so. the belt, you know, got
2: spray painted NWO yeah. I and mean,
0: it started off uh, the Monday night
2: wars, man. That pretty much yeah. blew it up and, and they were kicking ass at yeah. that Hogan, made- Man at that time, shit still saving wrestling, man. Still making wrestling popular, you know, yeah. before stone cold kind of took the reins and took it to another level, but man, Hogan made it cool again. Yeah. Do you like wrestling? Can you, can you remember talking to school and, Oh man, did you see what happened with you know on Monday? Oh, yeah. Did you see what happened with the NWO did?
0: Dude, I remember them yeah. whipping Goldberg, spray painting his back? Like I was like, holy well, just the, shit! The, the destruction they were
2: caused causing. Remember Ray Mysterio when mm-hmm. they threw him against the, <sighs> that truck? And- yeah. Man, the the
0: beatdowns they would just give people. I well, mean, the biggest thing for me, double is I was always a WWE guy mm-hmm. through and through. Like I never even bothered. I knew of Sting, yeah, and probably yeah. that was it. And maybe Luger, like Lex Luger, Luger, Luger. Flair, yeah, you know? Flair. And I and I remember thinking like those guys were cool, but I didn't know any of those other guys. I never even bothered to flip to that channel. But man, once all that started happening, it was like you oh, couldn't. Man. You had to look because everybody was talking about it. Yeah, like everybody you know? was. If it you was, were a wrestling everybody kid, everybody was for live. Oh yeah. and, I was gonna say, if there was a shirt oh, after man. the Austin three sixteen shirt,
2: uh, it was definitely that. NWO no, I think shirt. it was that one was first. Really? Before Austin really blew up in '97.
0: Yeah. Ah, you know, interesting. So, man, the NWO shirts—they were a hot fucking thing. That's what I'm like, missing on my retro shirt yeah. That's The NWO. Uh, Golly, be man. a great, be a great uh, uh, t- uh topic to it, touch on. You it, know? It, yeah, yeah. I mean, man, it was just—it was devastating, you know. Uh, let's see. We got Rich in the house. Rich says, uh. Oh, what, what do we hold on here? He something.
2: goes, If you ever get one of those logos on a cap, let me know. I would like a hat,
0: okay? Yeah, you've asked me that before, uh, Rich. Um, I gotta I got work on that for you. I'm gonna work uh, on that for you. Joe says, Uh, for
2: life, for life, uh, Rich says, Yeah, I watched the video of him turning his back and giving the leg drop on Ooh, the watch I mean, man, it rough. was big stuff, man. Rough, uh, <laughs> Joe says, But Bobby was always anti hogan, yes, he was for two decades. They were always fighting that little weasel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rich says, I like the commentator saying everyone in the backstage should come out and kick his yeah. ass. Who was yeah. that?
0: That might've been Shivani saying that. That Shivani yeah. saying that. Cause Just, it was pretty crazy. It was, It was man. crazy to see that. It, you it was. I mean?
2: You know, no one, I don't think if you're a longtime wrestling fan, the last time Hogan was like a bad guy was like in 80, 80, 81. <sighs> you know? I didn't even remember. Exactly. No one remembered. Mm-hmm. It was always from 84 on up, Hulkamania, you know? So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so yeah. man, you know, uh, Joe says it started a revolution. He started also says you started a new set, that's right, the kind of the crow sting. And then Joe says at the same time, the uh, WCW division. was debuting Jericho, Eddie, and Ray. Yeah, kind I of mean, the, the rise of the cruiserweights. Yeah, maybe man. As well. you
2: know what? Everyone has always done a great job on the cruiserweights except the WWE. Right. Everyone has always right. done I mean, man, the best of the juniors mm-hmm. over in New Japan, you yeah. know, I mean, the cruiserweight division and WCW is. A, Always top-notch. I used to always love watching D. Malenko and Rey Mysterio go at it. Always loved yeah. those two. I
0: yeah. mean, I guess that WWE tried that 205 Live They did man, but it's it just
2: they like... don't they don't put enough focus on it. They don't get, like, these guys that are really serious about it. Or yeah. the, I don't know, man. I, I don't know why WWE can never figure it out.
0: I mean, you I could really say – I wonder if NXT is – It's almost like that because a lot of those guys are kind of that size, I feel like. Right. I, mean, I mean, most they, of them are They now. just happen to be now. now yeah. Yeah. But um, – yeah it's hard to say hard to say uh ritz
2: is watching wcw those shows were
0: intense when NWL fans would throw stuff oh at yeah rate. man should they throw the, stuff the at South, them. remember it was mm-hmm. just always dirty in the south i remember you know? seeing uh uh scott hall like you know batting stuff yeah. away he yeah. would yeah. be like because it would be coming right there it would be right at his damn it face it got so bad that i didn't
2: see this uh when it was happening but apparently it happened like i don't know maybe off camera mm-hmm. i think some Fan was so pissed off that Hogan turned that one of them tried coming in the ring. Oh, wow. and he said Scott Hall gave that dude a major beatdown. <laughs> you know, even before he even like like white right when the fan was like kind of sliding in. You know, that's a weak moment right there. Oh man, yeah, Hall just got
0: it. I mean, man, yeah. this, you're talking about a six foot seven, two hundred and sixty pound man. not only that but you know i don't i don't know this but people like to accuse those guys of being Uh. on juice or whatever and i'm like these guys are in there not really hurting each other trying not to do that can you imagine the minute they have a chance to actually fuck somebody up they're like oh man i've been waiting to just wail on somebody you know what i mean and uh i mean i've seen it when like it's happened with triple h when guys are running the ring and you know him in austin or whatever and they've had to like they beat the shit out of those guys
2: honestly i wouldn't even try messing with the wrestler because you got to think look every day they're grappling with somebody mm-hmm. so they know how to grab you. Mm-hmm. You know, they really do. And they can just grab you. They know how to already use your weight. And oh yeah. Just flip you over. I mean, yeah. these
0: guys are already ready. To oh go, yeah. You know? Yeah. And it you doesn't know? take away from the fact that these are guys who are like 250 plus, and they're big fucking guys. Like, they look good like that for a reason. They're all muscular shit. You know what I mean? Like so. I said, you got to imagine their hands are probably super hard, <laughs> you know,
2: for one thing. Yeah. You know, and yeah. Yeah.
0: No, man. The wrestling guys, those guys, it's guys like are like legit, You're just not going to
2: go up to a boxer and mm-hmm. say, hey, man, I want to fight you. No. You know?
0: No way. Fuck that, man. So uh, let's see here. What else we got in the comments? Uh, Joe says, uh, Stinko Malinko. <laughs> Uh, Dean Malenko. That's probably uh the man of a thousand holds. Joe, come on, man, That's him a uh, break. That's probably Jericho. That sounds like a Jericho. <laughs> oh, thing. it's Jericho would say. Probably. Yeah, that does sound like a Jericho. Remember the man of a thousand and one holds? Yeah, the man of a thousand and one holds. <laughs> Stupid. Air. He talks about that promo he had to cut. Well, it was like during a commercial, he had to just keep naming the holds or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Jason says, I like the Ultimate Warrior uh wrestler. Yeah, Ooh, Ultimate was Warrior like, was definitely man, a badass man in his time. Like that fucking guy. Uh Amy in the house. She says, Hi, Katy, and hi, brother. Uh hello, uh, sis. Um guys, we appreciate all of you guys being here with us on just another Wednesday night, man. Uh, for one night only. Uh, rarely do we come to you on a Wednesday. I don't think we've done a Wednesday episode since it's our, our infamous Christmas Eve Eve episode with Mario Delgado oh, yeah, in yeah. December when the zombies attacked us out at his uh, old shop at Authority yeah. Comics. But uh that one wasn't our fault at all. That was uh
2: our women wanting us to be there on Christmas <laughs> Day with them, not with we, each other. We we, we contemplated
0: <laughs> podcasting on we Christmas did. Day and on did. New Year's Day, we right? We were like, yeah, oh, we're
2: we're like think we'll... You know what, this ain't gonna go down well. Yeah, yeah. Us, so. We
0: we both got the 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 look like this and the nod, like yeah, you no, know, and like, the head okay. nod that just says mm I don't okay. think so. Hey, any, any Rick and Morty fans out there, guys? I oh, just shit. got through watching yeah. my way through Rick and Morty for my very first watch yeah. through seasons one through four on HBO uh, Max. Uh, Boy, am I late to the party. Definitely recommend it, though, right? Watching HBO Max. Yes, definitely watch HBO Max. All the curse words. I know it normally comes out on Adult Swim, but uh, my girlfriend's boys, uh, Jeremy and Julian, are huge fans. And uh, they've been trying to get me to watch for a while. And I'd seen it, and and I knew of it, and I'd heard of it, and I'd seen clips. I love that they come out in The Simpsons, that one opening, whatever. But, uh, guys, I usually put this Rick and Morty above family guy, above American Dad. Uh, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, I probably even put it above Bob's, above King of the Hill uh, for me, you know what I mean? So, you know, not not, not above Simpsons or Futurama, but r- right in there, hanging in there uh, for me. It's uh, fucking hilarious. Great show. Again, I'm late to the dance. I didn't know, but uh, I'm caught up. I know season five is out right now, but I'm not, I'm not yet. I watched episode one, but they're not all like able to be watched. Yeah, okay. you, got, you got to do that whole login with your cable provider thing, or whatever. So yeah. anybody wants to hook me up, you know what I mean? Let me know about your cable provider and I'll get that, get that going on there. Uh, what else uh, we got in Rich said
2: The one I saw, that was crazy. And this was during the hall of fame for the heart foundation. Mm-hmm. When a fan came in and tackled Brett Hart,
0: this, oh. was, this was like oh. a few years ago. Yeah, that was during a Hall of wrestlers Fame, right?
2: Heard him, the, and the wrestlers jumped that dude, and Ronda Rousey's husband even got involved. Yeah, man. No I mean, you're shit. touching fucking royalty there. Yeah. You know, to even have the balls to even try to attack. I mean, Red Hart's already been through enough. I know with the that guy and of all guys. You know? Yeah. I know it was like he was probably like thinking
0: like, man, it's fucking Vince.
2: I bet you he was probably thinking that, you
0: know. <laughs> so. well, shit, double A. You had the distinction of being in the in the camel clutch from from Sergeant yeah. Slaughter. I mean, like, did he kind of awesome. get you kind of rough, or was it? he was oh, gentle. Shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I've been there. You know, next to Jake and all that too. Whatever. These guys are like big men. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're Slaughter's not fucking. Big. Yeah, yeah, they're they're all like big guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like. Fuck that. I'm not trying to. You don't even know. I mean, this but guy you know might what? be waiting. For, for this guy to have balls, though, with all the ro- young
2: wrestlers sitting around there, yeah. knowing that
0: they were going to jump
2: in as soon as he tackled. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. What a dumb fuck. I would have took him into the back and beat the shit out of oh, him. Oh, for sure. More. I would Some uh, wrestler's justice mm-hmm. there. Uh, Joe says, I was a Jericho-holic, the man of 3,000 Uh Amy says, of course, Undertaker.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's uh,
2: Amy says, Rick i'm pickle rick rick says uh joe says rick and morty so good pickle rick rules (laughs) yeah that was a funny ass episode and amy says i love your shirt cat
0: yeah i told him i loved it too and i would really like to get one of those for myself uh, (laughs) anybody out there (laughs) i was at heroes and fantasies there you go there you go and they have plenty
2: they have plenty of these. I so. thought I
0: might have saw it on Dragon's Slayer's well, uh, site, it, too, but like maybe it might uh, be both The places. one where I
2: got this from was at Heroes.
0: Yeah. And yeah. like I said, they have plenty of these. So, And, guys, another Facebook group, if you like comic books, uh, to go join. Again, just a reminder, go join Invincible Comics and more. I'll have them a tag next week um, on here so that we can um, give them a shout-out. I'm also going to show some things I got from them, one of their two uh, great um, – uh, moderators uh admins page admins is a uh, chris uh also alfred alfred does an auction every friday where you can get uh, great deals on books i did one of his auctions recently when we weren't on on a friday uh and it was fun it was neat to be on whatever alfred's alfred's got a great he has a podcast too uh i gotta get the name of it uh down uh specifically but it's a great um He's a great, got a great voice for podcasting, so and he's very, very personable. So being on an auction with Alfred is, uh, is pretty cool. And I'll show you guys what I got last week. I've still yet to show you guys what I got from Mario Delgado. I got to bring those two books into. Hey, yeah, so. dude,
2: because that was a badass uh, comic.
0: Book yeah, yeah. So I've got some show and tell for y'all in the yeah. next in the next uh, episode, guys. Next week will be early again uh, on a Thursday night. Again, that one is my fault. I'm very sorry, but um, that will be the last one for <laughs> for the rest of the month. So uh, join us next week on Thursday night. Uh, again, one night early. Um, Anthony says, Was that a drink of vodka, Chuck, or just water? Uh, just water, Anthony, for right now. Yeah, you know, tomorrow I go on vacation, so who knows what the fates may hold. Uh, I think double A here would be happy if uh, I maybe had, had a what, I'm happy
2: either
0: way, so I appreciate it, man. Uh, I, I appreciate everyone that has supported me. Uh, Foxy Roxy made us some mocktails for the 4th of July, so cool, cool. no alcohol yes. cocktails. Good. Uh, I was drinking some, uh, um non-alcoholic uh beer Budweiser makes a non-alcoholic I only, beer I only had one on July fourth. Yeah. 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 So I only yeah. had one. Um my Marquise drank one with me. He drank a non alcoholic beer to try it. So uh, pretty cool. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I was watching the hot dog eating contest and making my own uh burgers and hot dogs. Nice. Nice. Yeah. you see some fireworks? You get to see some, yes, some fireworks. Everywhere in
2: my area was just popping them like crazy.
0: Awesome, awesome. Uh,
2: real quick, Griff says, I was just reading the news on Terry Funk. I'm so sad to hear what he's going through. I know big prayers for Terry Funk. Hopefully oh, he gets better. Him and Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. They're Orndor. sick right now. they yeah. just financial stuff. No, no, no. So oh, sick. sick.
0: Uh, so I hope Mr. Wonderful and the Funkster
2: yeah, get better. So
0: Definitely, guys. Include those two guys in your prayers tonight Um, for those two uh, icons of wrestling for sure.
2: Amy says, I know what fate awaits you, bro. And she says, but super proud of you
0: sticking to your gut. Today, I be 45 days, guys, without any real alcohol. I did have some near beer, though. One of them that I was drinking, Beck's, had a 0.5 or whatever. But, uh, you know, good to just (laughs) take a... But the, the other ones I was drinking, the Heineken 00, the Bud was a 00, so... Uh, just my own way guys Of taking a break taking a mental cleanse yeah. and a mental reset So good to do that every now and then I have a great nurse friend uh, Diane uh, She lives in Austin uh, with her boyfriend and uh, she does that she'll put it on her face guys Sorry about that. I ran right into the break So you probably heard the commercial pop up and just surprise you and be like oh shit There's a commercial what the hell's going on? He didn't say what he normally <laughs> says that so they'll be right back uh, So that's me fucking up. So I apologize for that, but uh, you know You guys probably to that by now, too. It's kind of like one of the tropes of the show by now. It really is, yeah. (laughs) So, guys, tonight, Double A, we want to talk about one of our favorite guys. Now, one of our Friday Nighters, Friday Nighter Joe, said, uh, when I told him the topic, he said, well, you talked about a writer last week. You're going to talk about a writer this week? And I said, no, we talked about a comic book series last week. Uh, We're talking about a writer this week. You make me feel like we're doubling up, and we're not. Last week was The Platoon about Frank Castle, a.k.a. The Punisher. But this week, a different Frank Double A. Yeah, Frank Miller. Uh,
2: and you're probably wondering why we're these actually have something in common our shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank Miller is one of my favorite all-time comic book writers. He <laughs> writes in a way that's ooh, more brutal, more dope, you know, especially during this time period. You might not know it, but some of these comic book movies have taken a lot from the Frank Miller. Uh, Batman Begins is right off from Batman Year One mm-hmm. that Frank Miller wrote. Uh Sin City, if you guys ever watch the movies, those come from his own creation from the 90s. Uh anything that you've seen Daredevil from, either the Netflix series or even the movie, that's taken straight from Frank Miller. Uh he's even had a hand in Wolverine, uh, with the his Wolverine's first solo story, which mm-hmm. got they tried to adapt it in the Wolverine, yeah, kind of. Uh You know, all the hallmarks of Wolverine really became there in that four part series that he did the artwork on. You know, so he's he's here and there, you know. He's really touched a lot of movies from Marvel DC. So
0: Yeah, and we're I'm hard pressed to call him just a writer now that I understand that a lot of writer, his body artist is, and creator. is art. So he does yeah. quite a bit of and art too. And if
2: you don't know, uh, one of the big movies in two thousand nine was Three Hundred, mm-hmm. you know, about the, the last stand of the Spartans, three hundred Spartans. It's pretty and that much, movie is not
0: a history movie, it's based on his it's based on his, his version.
2: version of that you know yeah. so that movie they probably no one even knew came from dark horse from frank miller and that was his too
0: yeah and this one guys you can still get for uh, a good uh maybe 20 bucks i, I find it almost everywhere a bookstore I mean, it's, it's, that awesome. one is it's a hardcover almost,
2: that one is almost shot for shot
0: uh yeah the movie you know yeah Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, but I mean, how many people loved that and didn't know that it was a based on a comic, but they probably know yeah. the historical story, the hot gates, but the movie's based on the movie know, is based on the Frank Miller book that he adapted, you know, and clearly Zack Snyder's a fan, right? Cause yes. that movie. And then he, Zack Snyder, that kind of really he, blew up Zack Snyder even yeah. more, but he know? continues to borrow from him Watchmen. because, uh, yeah. what, uh, uh, Dark Knight Returns, you know, he used, I mean, uh, Batman vs. Superman, he uses kind of the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, if you've Batman. seen,
2: yeah, if you've seen issue two of the Dark Knight Returns, you'd be like, wow, that's Ben Affleck Batman.
0: Yeah. You know? <laughs> the armored up Batman.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, this guy has, you know, whenever they make a movie about a certain character, always digging through the Frank Miller stuff, so.
0: Yeah, guys. So, he's definitely one of the, uh, I would say, top writers, writer slash artists. iconic. Slash creator, yeah, you know. definitely of the last, well, you know, we, we say the last twenty years, right? But it's probably now more, it's probably I mean, now
2: forty years, probably. going.
0: Yeah. So I mean, guys,
2: who you know, a three-year run on Daredevil that completely reinvented Daredevil. Yeah. Daredevil is a Stanley creation, but it was going nowhere. Mm-hmm. He takes grab a hold of Daredevil. He gives him some ninja backgrounds. He gives, he makes Hell Kitchen where you can actually feel Hell's Kitchen. Oh yeah. You know, you can smell Hell's Kitchen. He. Redoes Bullseye to make him a really top villain. Mm -hmm. He grabs a kingpin for Spider Man, puts him in Daredevil, Mm -hmm. makes Kingpin one of the most fearsome villains you can ever imagine. He creates Electra, everyone gaga over Electra. You know, three year run, he makes Daredevil one of the lowest selling properties into one of the hottest properties in Marvel. He goes to DC, he does Batman The Dark Knight Returns, one of the most influential comics. Ever, you know, it's pretty much set as the last Batman story. Mm-hmm. Uh The first time Batman and Superman ever fought mm. was because of Frank Miller. Yeah. You know, and then he does year one, Batman year one. You know, the origins of Batman, the origins of Jim Gordon. Uh, if you read those issues, you know, it's Batman Begins, you know, just without Ra's al Ghul, You yeah. know, but it's pretty much that story. You know, he tackles Wolverine, you know, one of the most iconic covers. You know, he... Helps Chris Claremont flesh out the Wolverine character right. that we know. Right. I'm you sure know. that the art in that book,
0: if the coverage or any it, indication is,
2: it's beautiful. You know
0: the 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 classic hair that Wolverine we know him to have, the cigar smoking. I mean, your artist takes these things and puts them into the into the image that you're viewing although you might be reading another uh, writer's words, but, but together it, it forms yeah. that in so your mind. So the artist
2: kind of like does the pictures kind of first, depending on how they work. And then the artist, I mean, the writer kind of fills in, but he's pretty much, the artist is doing the story for you almost. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to find the right words. And it's also in that run that that's the first time Wolverine ever says I'm the best there there is at what I do. Oh, and what I do nice. isn't nice. Yeah. So that was uttered during the Frank Miller, Chris Claremont run then after he's done with the marvel dc stuff he's like you know what i think it's time for me to create my own property he Mm -hmm. creates sin city man this ugly world of you know uh, nor just like straight out like the 50s you know film nor movies oh yeah we get characters like marv like dwight ava lord you know the the hooker from uh uh uh, um,
0: uh, what uh, what do you old call town. it? Town, old town, old yeah. town, you mm-hmm. know, you
2: get serial killers, you get corrupt politicians, you get dirty cops, yeah. You know? Uh, man, it just it reeks of just you know, corruption, Katie's
0: Bar. Katie's uh, Bar. I mean, you know, the stuff became so iconic, uh, the image is in the imagery, and then you know, you move on to uh, you know, obviously so popular that it became you know. Robert Rodriguez, you know what I mean, uh, decides, hey, man, this would be a badass movie. Yeah, and then that first one, it
2: was a big hit. You know, it had Mm -hmm. Bruce Willis in it. It had um, uh, Clive Owen when he was super hot. You know, Mickey Rourke. It was kind of a comeback for Mickey Rourke. Mm -hmm. Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. Jessica Um, Alba was in the movie. Is, uh, is Rutger Hauer in that one?
1: Rutger, Rutger Hauer. Hauer is in that Rosario one. Dawson
0: yeah, Rosario was Dawson. in it. You know. A who's who on the cast. Benicio and, uh, Del Toro. Mm-hmm. Benicio. Uh, Brittany Murphy, Brittany before, she Murphy before she passed. Yeah. And I think he said, Robert Rodriguez said that he has Frank Miller help him direct a few scenes. Did, yeah. Tarantino directs a few scenes yes, too. Yeah. So that's kind of pretty neat. Um, You know, in it. so it's, and that one I feel like is very kind of panel for panel too. Like he really used the, much the, the, the yeah. material Especially as his the storyboards. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 So, uh, very, very cool stuff. Uh, Frank Miller, obviously, extremely creative and and talented. Um, yeah. He said
2: he always liked that Japanese kind of like art, kind of, but he said that the, it was always flat. Mm -hmm. And with the American, it was always like too much art. Right. You know, right. Like it was weird. So he tried pretty much bringing it together.
0: I'd say he does a good job of that because there, you know, there's some like sometimes Frank Miller will draw. A girl topless, whatever, but her nipples are square. You know what I mean? (laughs) He does like a lot of hard lines and hard edges, but it kind of fits with what he's the story he's spinning. And
2: yeah, by no means he's like probably not one of the better artists, you know. But the Wolverine comic book, he looks sweet. The Daredevil stuff looks sweet. Those covers are amazing. Yeah, Yeah. I think with Sincere, I think he just tried to make it look kind of like more Japanese too. Right. Yeah. You know, but the writing is great too. You know, he doesn't waste, like, he doesn't fill up the book with like, so much dialogue unnecessary yeah right right. it's it's always kind of like to the point like the daredevil stuff was just awesome that's a great three-year run that he did on daredevil
0: he really made daredevil into the character that he is today and that is kind of the consummate iconic daredevil story when you're gonna do daredevil you start with that story that's what they did with the ben affleck movie and that is exactly what they did with the uh with the with the daredevil show as well you know you have to have those characters you know wilson fisk you know what i mean and, and well they never introduced the bullseye that i know of i didn't get through season three yet of daredevil on no Netflix, they I don't, I don't think they, they ever did i don't think him. they ever did but electra did come in season she two did come out. and yes. uh was was pretty badass i mean like and of course she's like synonymous with him now mm-hmm. just the same way that i would say the kingpin and um oh, bullseye sure. are, you know for what I sure. it's like you know those people but, are synonymous with daredevil
2: and you know what's so good about him too is like not even like the characters but even like hell's kitchen became like a like a place right it became something like oh you're going to hell's kitchen you're going to daredevil's territory yeah you know it was kind of like that part in new york that nobody touched you know it was like spider-man fantastic four got the clean new york but oh yeah daredevil has to stay behind and kind of clean up keep the mess clean you know in hell's kitchen that that corner that nobody even wants to go touch anymore you know yeah even spider-man kind of steers clear from something i would say the yeah. only one
0: maybe hanging around there would be uh the, would be the punisher you know frank castle which is interesting because they have such you know a, a good segue episode for us from our previous episode to this one they have such a good and and uh different dynamic when those two characters encounter each other because I... you have one that you know it's very batman-esque in a way maybe that's where frank miller's drawn to these characters i, I think so yeah you yeah. know uh, obviously you know matt murdoch the attorney believes in justice, obviously a a blind guy, you know what I mean? So justice being blind, but, um, you know, he just, uh, you know he doesn't he's not going to kill he wants the system to work whereas you know the punisher is the complete opposite of that and the the total you know I'm judge jury and executioner like we said last week so then you've got you know a guy like Daredevil that's like well I'm going to beat you up and wear a mask and do things vigilante justice but I'm also want to see you tried and and convicted it's kind of like what <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing there Matt you're kind of all over the place but But, yeah, I mean, uh, it's just the thing is that Kingpin
2: has, like, during Frank Miller's run, he really kind of fleshes out the Kingpin himself, too. Mm -hmm. Where the Kingpin, you find out that this man is the Kingpin of crime. Right. Mm -hmm. He has his his fingers everywhere. Everywhere in the city, it runs by the Kingpin. Yeah. And that's what Daredevil is trying to really do in in Frank Miller's run. He's trying to bring down the Kingpin, trying to get rid of that, you know, that corruption that's in there from – you know lawyers to cops to politicians that everyone you know that the kingpin owns mm-hmm. you know i mean golly it's a big win you know it's a big fight you know to go up against you're going up against the crime war
0: yeah you and know? you know a lot of times what do we say right do we have people ask us sometimes like oh who should i get into what character did i get started with and we sometimes are like yeah i don't know you know what i mean but with daredevil you definitely know the answer. You're like, you need to start with the Frank Miller, the Frank Miller run. run. That's the that's the definitive iconic run. Um, the stuff with
2: Bullseye is yeah. amazing too. Yeah. he turns this kind of like one dimensional character into like a full fledged like badass. Mm-hmm. You know bullseye when you see his outfit you're probably like man this guy's like it looks like a (laughs) fucking joke you know yeah
0: we're back to the black uh, white gloves white uh white boots thing like we talked about
2: last week again i don't know what it is but when frank miller grabs a hold of him it doesn't look stupid right you know and the way this man is thinking like he just starts becoming obsessed Mm -hmm. with daredevil Mm -hmm. you know it's it's the first time he misses you know, because Daredevil, you know, he doesn't know Daredevil's blind, but his other senses are hiding. Yes. So, you know, he misses Daredevil, and he's like, what the fuck? You know, so he keeps training and training and training. This man is Daredevil's equal in right. every way. They yeah. have bad fights like Wolverine, Sabretooth, you know, Hulk, Abomination. It's Daredevil and Bullseye. This is a man that absolutely hates Matt Murdock, Daredevil. You know, mm. and, and Frank Miller does a really great job of really pushing bullseye to his absolute potential to where now he's like one of the top villains every time he pops out you're just like oh shit it's bullseye now you yeah. know like this man has gone one-on-one with captain america this man has gone one-on-one
0: with the punisher yeah you know he's not I a, think wolverine too
2: yeah and wolverine so, too, yeah. this guy is not you know someone to fuck around with you know yeah no um, for sure
0: yeah bullseye definitely a badass
2: so yeah to be able to get him on screen would be super cool if that ever happens you know, I mean, yeah. if they ever decide to launch Daredevil again.
0: But know. even like you said, too, Double A, with the background with the ninjas and the hand, you know what I mean? Like that comes from Frank Miller. And uh, that's the that kind of the main villain in, in uh, season one of Daredevil. It's like, you know, well, it's Kingpin. And, and, you know, I think that the hand is kind of in the background. Mm-hmm. And then in season two, they focus on that as well with the hand and Elektra shows up and the and Punisher. And that's the other
2: thing, too. Elektra, he really made a badass, like, female heroine. That mm-hmm. was kind of started off as a villain. You know, yeah. and makes her have the past you know where her and matt were lovers in college but mm-hmm. then she you know disappeared on him you know comes back and she's this hired assassin right you know i mean wow hired assassin yeah you know, you're just like god damn like what the
0: fuck you know? it's a cool dynamic too with them where it's like you know uh i mean she's on the side too of of killing obviously because yeah, she's getting paid you know? by daredevil
2: when he encounters her she's about to kill foggy Mm-hmm. when Foggy notices her in the comic he's like Electra is that you? Yeah. And she's like oh shit, you know, like and she lets Foggy live. Yeah. He was she was supposed to kill Foggy. No shit, I didn't yeah. know. That. Yeah. And you know Matt runs into her and it, it goes back that you know she came pin that she fell so he hires Bullseye and then B- Bullseye kills electro that's know? And right I was just yeah. like, Damn. that's yeah. an
0: iconic moment in comic books you know and what it's I mean? brutal it's and... a
2: brutal scene too you're mm-hmm. like wow
0: he actually killed a character her own like, weapon a yeah.
2: marvel yeah. you know in marvel comics like there was a death you know right and I was like yeah that
0: one was up there with like you know the gwen stacy one where it was like man this was his yeah. love and all that the primary female you know uh i would say you know counterpart companion you know what i mean yeah. um and then to have her go out like that and then at his hands just heightens his stock right bullseye yeah.
2: stock so it really did it really sure did and uh but you know what electric too is kind of like that foreshadowing mm. of the women that he was going to end up creating right pretty much like in sin city yeah you know especially with mijo yeah you know, i mean golly yeah. you know so it's de-
0: definitely like a uh borrowing from his own kind of yeah you know except her she's like almost unbeatable you know right right (laughs) which is kind of neat right you have this you know um, uh for sure well electra's greek but but uh we like the play you know what i mean but um uh miho in in sin city obviously uh asian descent i mean but again a, like a total fucking badass whatever and that's cool too that he he you know he writes women pretty strong he you know does. he does he write really the women does. pretty strong yeah. he doesn't shy away from making them badasses no it? for her being
2: equal to daredevil and bullseye mm-hmm. and you know standing you know on the same level as a kingpin yeah that's it's pretty crazy yeah no
0: yeah definitely good stuff um so on, yeah on so daredevil. you
2: know three year you know run he takes daredevil to heights new heights you know and at that
0: time he's writing and drawing right yes okay yeah
2: that you know daredevil i've never seen before you know and he stays there he becomes a marvel mainstay you Mm -hmm. know he creates electra who becomes super popular he takes bullseye makes him super badass he takes a kingpin and makes him really the kingpin of crime that we know yeah you know and he introduces the hand, like you said. He introduces Stick, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the man who teaches stick, yeah. both of them, Daredevil and Elektra. Yeah. You know, so, and and like I say, he makes Hell's Kitchen a place in Marvel that you're like, oh, man. You know, if you ever hear Hell's, Hell's Kitchen in a Marvel show or a Marvel series, you're right away right, thinking, mm-hmm. man, are we going to see Daredevil? Yeah. Like, holy shit. That's you know? Daredevil's territory. You know, like, yeah. man, you, you get pumped up. You're like, shit, you know, Murdoch
0: and, you know, Nelson and Murdoch, you mm-hmm. know? I haven't talked about it in a while uh you know but uh like the spider-man game that i was playing and i'm sure there's much more in the new spider-man the miles morales mm-hmm. game uh, which i haven't played yet but when i was playing that game it's neat because you you you're swinging through new york you know the whole game takes place there in new york so you come across little things like you know you come across the sanctum santorum you come across <laughs> avengers tower nice. but you also come across nelson and murdoch you know the attorneys <laughs> at ass. law that and ass. it's like so neat because you're just like oh shit like this is like you know their spot or whatever but um so yeah so that really kind of what grabbed me for mm-hmm. frank miller i was kind of like we kind of
2: treat these kind of like the same like as movies that we like right like when yeah. we find a movie we like we want to keep seeing what that director does right totally right okay totally. so the thing with comics too is like us we're like okay well shit frank miller you know legendary run he made me a big fan of daredevil i love the writing i love the art you know i was like what else did he do you yeah know? And that's when you start looking and then that's when you find out. You know, he did the Dark Knight Returns. Mm -hmm. So he went from, like you said, kind of like another character. That was kind of like Batman, Daredevil, Mm -hmm. you know, and and he changes Batman. He flips it upside down. He makes Batman kind of what we know Batman now is. Yeah. Uh, Before that, you know, it was still kind of lighthearted, Batman, Mm -hmm. you know. I mean, he was dark, but it wasn't, you know, he was a team player. He was in, you know, Justice League of America, you know, laughing, talking, blah, 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 blah. When he grabbed a hold of Batman, it was a whole different story. It was just totally different. I mean, darker, more brooding, you know, uh, more violence. You know, it, it's just, it's, he made the, he made Batman what he is today. Again, he's the first one to pretty much have him and Superman fight. That was the first time they had been best friends up to that point yeah and then after his book came out that's when they had that's when they start having that kind of like rift in the relationship you know because he's like the way he described it on the doc i was watching Mm -hmm. superman's a big boy scout Mm -hmm. batman is not no he goes these two men would not get along you know for (laughs) you know that's what he was quoted yeah he was like these two men would not get along whatsoever one uses fear the other one is hope
0: you know sure He's, yeah, like, no. Almost polar He's opposites. like, no,
2: these guys would just be fighting all the time. Yeah. You
0: know? So, yeah. Um, and, and that I feel like for the longest time, number one, I can remember like on the back of, or inside of every comic book I was reading in the nineties, right. I felt yeah. like I would see that classic image of the lightning mm-hmm. bolt where, you know, mm-hmm. Batman's coming down yeah. and it was called the dark Knight returns. And I remember thinking to myself like return returns from where that's what I kept thinking. I was like, <laughs> what is he returning? And I always thought that the image looked so cool. And I remember seeing it in comic book stores but I just didn't read that much Batman back then when I was younger. Uh, but the Dark Knight Returns always – when people talk about iconic comic books, you always hear the Watchmen. And then the next then one you hear is like the Dark, Dark Knight Returns. Returns. It's like if you never read comic books or if you don't like comics, you can read them. That They stand up on their own. They're just like – like a like a book, you know what I mean. Like you it's know. like
2: you said, it's like a movie. You keep hearing about this movie. You keep hearing hearing mm-hmm. about it until you finally want to see it yourself, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of how this was for us. Yeah, we used to buy Wizard, and every time they every so often they would have like a a list of things you must read, or yeah. you know the top ten graphic novels, right? Or, you know, it was always something hundred like greatest combo something, you know right? What I mean? And. Dark Knight Returns was always there. Yeah. And, you know, when I was starting to get into comics and after I just read the run on Frank Miller, I wanted to read more of Frank Miller. So I was like, okay, well, you know what? Let me give this a shot. Mm-hmm. And, man, it was great. It's, it's ugly. It's an ugly Gotham City in the future. Mm-hmm. He is so ravaged with all the pounding he's taken for decades. Yeah. He's older, but he's still smart as hell. You know, and Superman is, like, almost working for the government Pretty at much. this point, you yeah. know? uh i think what happens is like somehow joker again <laughs> is like released or something and some bullshit like that and he goes on a show and I think he murders a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. and batman's out to get him this time for sure and they start pounding each other in the sewer and all of a sudden you just see joker he's like because he's old too and he's like you know what i you're gonna go down for my murder and he starts <laughs> breaking his own neck like he starts turning his fucking neck until he breaks it like he kills himself like that like holy crap and somehow he gets blamed for that murder and so he goes on the run you know and but he's you know technology has gotten so much better he's hot he's able to hide until that's when the government finally has to call on superman
0: yeah you know and And then there's like those mutants too that are running around or whatever and there's like these like batman fanatics and like It's crazy. It's like it's supposed to be set in the future, although this book came out in the eighties, I think. Yes. So it would probably be like maybe like our time now and probably now. It's more like dystopian in the book. So this is like a. Like a grizzled older Batman, like you know, I think they were saying that the Ben Affleck one was supposed to kind of be yes, like that with and, the gray hair. It was
2: funny because it kind of referenced that that he was going to be like the Dark Knight Returns yeah. Batman. Yeah, and I was like, wow, okay, so even here they're still kind of reaching for the Frank Miller version. Yeah, you know, and of, of that Batman. Of
0: course, when I first saw that trailer for Batman v Superman, you know, when they show him in that armor, if you've read The Dark Knight Returns, it's like you, you automatically yeah, your eyes yeah. get big because you're like oh shit they put him in that armor like that's the armor he fights superman in like in the dark knight returns because the book is uh, again it's iconic it's like non-common book fans read it like it's just that uh well written or whatever you know what i mean it's got a little bit i guess you could say social commentary as yeah, well that's, it's a like, written in the reagan era during
2: this time yes mm-hmm. yes i mean while he was doing this during the reagan times you know alan moore was doing it during the what's your name uh the iron the iron chick T- Oh, uh, uh, from um, from England, uh, man, she, I forget her also, name, but she was like another. She was kind of like the Ronald Reagan of like okay. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. and both of them were kind of writing social commentaries. So it was just like a, it's. I don't know. I guess, you know, during that time, it's muddled. I mean, what time is it muddled? Right, right. In politics, right? But, uh, yeah. I mean, it's again, you know. You, Green Arrow that's where I first kind of found out about mm-hmm. Green Arrow was mm-hmm. from this book really yeah. you know uh, Ollie you know shooting the Adamant I mean the not Adamant the, the Kryptonite Arrow that's right you know yeah. and I think they kind of use that right mm-hmm. too in the Batman versus Superman right yeah yeah that comes something, out they use something right mm-hmm. yeah.
0: yeah and I think in Kingdom Come they kind of reference maybe something like that too maybe I think so I but they're, they're like Kryptonite doesn't work on him anymore right so. in that one yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but there's the, that. there's so many things like I think Anytime that they show a kind of grizzled, beat up Batman, you automatically draw back to this one because you're I mean, thinking, the, like, that's, oh, that's what how I he thought. It's a Ben
2: Affleck, especially how big he is in that movie. Yeah. Like, Even to make, make the big. suit look uh, yeah.
0: uh, uh, big too, like bulky or whatever. Yeah. But that's how like, he's drawn. Like I saw it
2: like that, like that Dark Knight mm-hmm. Returns to issue too, when I was just like,
0: yeah, that man, classic. Ben code. Affleck,
2: right? There. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: and that's how they're. they're um, Kind of drawn too, you know what I mean? Like that, bigger than life though. Um, what's the story in Dark Knight Returns double A with Robin? It's because he obviously gets a new Robin, it's a missile.
2: female Robin, a mm-hmm. younger, you know, female, a young and, girl, yeah. And uh, you know, she's just there, kind of you know, the young tech kind of she's more into the tech, right? Name. Right, you know, she kind of helps him disappear, you know, and move around and help kind of guard Gotham, you know. So it's kind of like that, you know, taking her under her. Do they say anything anyway. about the
0: old Robin? What happened? Or I don't remember. Robin? I don't remember if they say yeah. anything specific, but uh, but it's a really great... It's, it was only four issues, right? Four yeah, issues, four issues, but uh, they're big, yeah, big issues. And then they collected it. They've collected it numerous numerous times. times. There's hardcovers. I've been waiting to buy a nice hardcover, but they're always putting them out. In fact, they just released a a box set. I don't know if you've seen this, but it's a slipcase box set where each issue is hardcovered. Oh. And it goes into the slipcase. It's so nice. And then the images, the four issues, they form an image on the side. It's really sharp looking. I've seen it, I think, maybe at a. The big heroes of fantasies really? we go to sometimes over okay. there. Okay, I need to check that uh, one out. Yeah, and I was like, man, at the time I saw it, I want to say it was like very reasonably priced, but I was kind of like, ah, what do I need another one for? But of yeah. course, as we do now, we talk about it I'm like, yeah, that'd no, be really <laughs> nice to have. It. You know, because <laughs> I have a soft cover uh, for our audio listeners. I'm I know showing that's it. Cool too. I like that cover too. That's a really great. Yeah. One
2: like cm says there's been multiple versions mm. of this collection you know that's how popular it is that they just keep reprinting it reprinting and yeah. reprinting. Yeah. The, yeah the one i have i
0: think it says 10th year anniversary edition so it was out then it came back out and then it, it's going to keep coming out because it is again always constantly referred to you know what when we did three jokers they don't really make with you know the jokers aren't really no. the prominent no. um uh, it, character it's, anyway. yeah it's kind of like the the
2: old the past joker the kind mm. of like uh 60s kind of like 70s joker and then more of the 90s yeah
0: but the the iconic stories we reference and the three jokers uh if you were to put one more story in there it would definitely be the dark knight returns yeah again although the joker is necessarily the primary because it really there really isn't necessarily a villain i mean obviously him and superman have their thing but it's really more about kind of batman really like against time in a way you know it's what I mean? against like, time yeah. against even the government you know mm-hmm. kind
2: of how the corruption has really yeah. reached all the way to the top i
0: think him too he's kind of grown more like you know uh introverted hardened yes, like bad. he's real bad yeah he's not uh you know there's there's you know i wouldn't say a descent into madness or no, nothing it's like that but say,
2: it's just like he keeps fighting and fighting it's just like the corruption just keeps getting bigger and bigger you right. know it's just it's almost like a never-ending battle yeah you know?
0: well the classic you know batman's kind of war on crime is that never-ending battle but uh it is definitely on everyone's list of always. great comic it's books it's yeah. on everyone's list it's it's a must-read batman story if you're a batman fan and you haven't read the dark knight returns you're not doing it right um and yeah it's great um uh, Frank Miller, it says here, with uh, Klaus Jensen. Yeah, that's
2: like a, a guy that he's always – I've had the pleasure of meeting him too. Super really? nice man. Okay. Yeah, he's always with Frank Miller on a lot of these classic key books. You'll always see Klaus uh, with yeah. him.
0: and it says – and Lynn Varley, who well, I also – was his was wife
2: in... at one point. Really? Yeah, okay. that was his wife, and she's, again, always on these books. Yeah, these she's on the 300 books. one with him yeah. as well. So. Yeah, so um, it, he always <laughs> kept it tight with his collaborations on yeah. who he wanted to work
0: with. So Dark Knight Returns, guys, I mean, it is a must read. It is a must own. So again,
2: you know, uh, Daredevil proper. Every time you see it, it's usually grabbed from the Frank Miller era, you know, whether it be the Netflix or the movie, the Ben Affleck movie or the Charlie Cox series mm-hmm. or, you know, Batman it's, you know, in Batman versus Superman, you see glimpses of that. I mean, Ben Affleck is that Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Uh, you know, version, even <laughs> with
0: the short horns and like, uh, it's just modeled after that i mean it's it's i mean it just tells you
2: this the impact this man had throughout the 80s he had his fingers on it well i mean how
0: often double a does a guy a writer have you know uh you do something that good and then you know one property takes off for you but then another another one like like, like, you completely
2: reinvent daredevil but Mm -hmm. then you also completely reinvent batman
0: yeah. To where this is a Batman that we know, you know. Yeah. It's almost like those things that Frank Miller did for Daredevil for Batman. It's kind of woven into the fabric of yeah. the character for you, where when you think of them, you think of those things. Right
2: now, like like we always say, like, right. What's a what's the top Batman story? You know, you have to say Dark Knight Returns comes to yeah. mind. Absolutely. Pretty, you know, clearly as a number one. Yeah. you know. The Daredevil series, you know, if you say, hey, what Daredevil series should I get into? The Frank Miller one. Right. You know, I
0: mean, you'll know them instantly. A lot of them have
2: like yellow backgrounds, you know, or red.
0: Yeah. It's like red or yellow. That's the Frank you know? Miller stuff. Yeah. right? Definitely cool shit. Uh, guys, we're fastly approaching um, what will be our second break because I fucked up the first one. So maybe I'll put the commercial in here. Once again, I'll do like I did last episode <laughs> where I will make a space for me to put the commercial in. Guys, but what are your thoughts on Frank Miller? Do you know Frank Miller? Have you seen any of the movies that we're talking about? Like Sin City, obviously, you know, Batman v. Superman. Those are not necessarily his from movies.
2: Past conversations, definitely. I would say they have. Yeah. And they probably didn't even know. These were from a Frank Miller
0: mind and that's where they draw on but you know i mean uh have you read the stuff that the material where the uh the source material like the dark knight returns 300 sin city uh and that's just same a few i mean uh, batman you know year one uh and again when you talk sin city there's a big volume that we can talk about we could do a whole show on a single book of of Sin City Collected. But uh, in the meantime, guys, we're going to take a super quick break. We'll be right back. And, of course, you know if you're joining us live, we're not going to go anywhere. We'll be right here with you hanging out on Facebook Live after this. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Uh, the comments were getting so good. I wanted to bring us back on so that we could finish reading them out here. We just had Rich ask us about um, we were kind of clarifying so you know, between sometimes when a character is created by someone else, someone else, but really the the bulk is even the Silver Surfer with Stan, right? We kind of established that Stan didn't really create the Silver Surfer. However, he wrote so much of it and and kind of created and stopped other people from writing him that yeah, you know, that's
2: like Stan's that's Stan's book, you know. Right. When you think Silver Surfer, you think Stan Lee. You know, Daredevil, when you think Daredevil, you think Frank Miller. You know, when you think X-Men, you think Chris Claremont, you right. know, and so and so. Uh you know, John Burton, you think maybe Superman mm-hmm. in the late 80s.
0: Yeah, you know? so I, I think of Dan Jurgens too. So, Dan somewhat, too. Yeah. that's a good one too. Yeah. You know, but the people that um, really put a lot in um, the personality and kind of the 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 iconic things you know of the yeah. character. And I was gonna so. say,
2: want more Walter Simonson for Thor? You know mm-hmm. that whole run with Thor, the the him turning into a frog and yeah, you, you know yeah. Stuff, you know that's Walter Simonson. But this yeah. last
0: guy that did a run on it when it was like when Thor came back when the city, when Asgard was over Oklahoma, that guy did a good. A good uh, I think that was uh, Dan Durgan. wasn't it? Yeah, okay. it was Dan Durgan. Yeah, I mean that was a really good good run on that that uh, piece of Thor as well. Uh, Joe says. Uh, look at the Spider-Verse kingpin. That's him, yeah. Pretty yeah. much, that's a great version of him. Just kind of the the lower head and the big old body. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. Joe says, Very good
2: comparison with the Craven and Spider-Man with you know, Bullseye and, and Daredevil. You know, just seeing Daredevil as the ultimate kill,
0: definitely. You know. Definitely. And then Jason says, What's going on this weekend? Um, is this the show this week? Oh,
2: yes, it is the show this weekend, Jason, at the Shrine Auditorium. If you can
0: get out to the Shrine Auditorium, it's more Jason. Of a-
2: Card show, but they are going to have some comics there, and Rick will be out there too.
0: Yeah, Rick, uh, of uh, Rick's comic crypto, be out there, and who knows? You never know, you might run into and Mario. Rick out there. has
2: good comics, yeah, Rick always has really good comics, really great
0: comics. And Mario will be on the hunt sometimes, so he <laughs> might catch Mario out there sometimes too. And he gets some stuff, but uh, double A, let's uh, let's get a little bit more into what we're talking about tonight. Frank Miller, Frank we're calling Miller, him the yeah. comic Noir so King after that one. His next kind of
2: classic story with Batman is the year one. Mm-hmm. Which, if you read it again, it's a four issue series, uh man, Batman begins kind of rips that story into making Batman begins the movie with mm-hmm. Christian Bell, you know, so again, we get two different kind of Batman properties, but pretty much from the same source. Yeah. The Frank Miller stuff.
0: And you're, you know? I mean, you're talking about, again, a list of definitive Batman stories. Yeah. You probably put the night,
2: Knight I mean, returns and year one in there. Year one, the cover of the first issue is so iconic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's Bruce as a kid, you know, with these two parents that were just been murdered, Yeah. you know, side by side. I mean, that's like an iconic cover, an iconic moment, but also an iconic cover, you know, and it really establishes kind of the mob that was running Gotham too, you know, uh, is it Falcone? I, I believe so. And <laughs> Carmine then, Falcone. And then uh, you get Gordon. Gordon kind of enters the picture too. Not yet and, commissioner, right? Not yet commissioner, but That's man, true. you know, Gotham City Police, again, is something kind of you'll see in Frank Miller's stuff, a very corrupt system in Gotham, yeah. you know. He works with a partner. It takes bribes, Oof. you know, that collects for
0: the mob, you know. So, yeah. yeah. And I remember at the time, it was probably like <clears throat> in the time between – like I guess the Clooney Batman and and before we got uh, Christian Bell, there was all this talk about what was the next Batman story gonna be, and everybody was like, Oh, they gotta do year one, they gotta do year one. Like that's how much it was talked about is that people really were clamoring for that particular story or whatever. And then, you know, like you said, look, we get Batman Begins, which obviously borrows heavily from it.
2: And I loved it because it was finally an origin story on Batman. You just yeah. hadn't got that in so many of these Batman movies that we had gotten we had never really gotten an actual Batman story. Right. You know, there right. was always Joker, Catwoman, Penguin, Two-Face, Riddler, you know, Mr. Freeze and Ivy and Bane. You know, it was like, golly, you know. So when this finally came out, they kind of focus on Bruce, Bruce Wayne, the character, and becoming Batman. Man, that was awesome. It was like, finally, we got like one de- one good Batman origin story. Yeah, because I don't think
0: the animated series ever even touched Batman, that. He was already
2: established. Yeah, him. he was and already Robin's like a badass. Too. Uh, yeah. At this point yeah you know?
0: so, so it's kind of yeah. neat to see like well where did he get that training how did he get yeah. so good you know what was like the first suits like and things like that and, and that's what's
2: kind of cool too it's kinda, it kind of shows like his fuck ups a little bit you yeah. know
0: in, in year one you right. know like uh getting hurt a
2: lot and kind of improvising as it went on mm. and on you know getting better armor and because yeah. he kind of goes out too like with just all black okay right uh, I, I think he does. I think he goes out like yeah. all in black at one point, just like how Charlie Cox kind of looks. That's pretty
0: badass, you know. Pretty badass. <laughs> so yeah. and
2: kind of learning the ropes. And again, it's cool. It's a cool parallel. While he's like getting better and better, Gordon's over here trying to, you know, he's his personal life is hell, and you know, the professional is just full of corrupt cops. Then he kind of has an affair, which I thought that was kind of like, oh, wow. interesting. You know, he has an affair with his partner, which he kind of ends. Yeah. You know, because he has his his wife is pregnant with like barbara <laughs> we, uh with uh his son actually oh okay yeah so it's kind of like ali ah, you know like and they kind of throw in him that if he exposes the cops, somebody's actually been taking pictures Oof. of him and his partner. So it's kind of like, damn, you know? So, Gordon's in there deep, man. Yeah, like, it's bad for Gordon. It's like really bad. He's
0: trying to be a straight arrow, but golly. No, I, mean, <laughs> it's so- I mean, I mean, right there already, it sounds such like an intriguing it is. story. It's a really good a Gordon story,
2: yeah. too, man. You really feel for Commissioner Gordon. And he even says, too, which is really cool in the book, he, kind of, he goes, I can probably figure it out. Who Batman is, but I'm not going to. Right. You know, I'm not.
0: I'm like that's not a priority. Us. Yeah, he's not a priority. That's yet. cool. I like that. But he's I like, like yeah, I
2: can, I can probably figure out who it is just with the tech, just you know, all this stuff. He's like, yeah, it has to be a rich
0: guy. Yeah, so, yeah. The, the, there's a lot of <laughs> threads there. If you really yeah, want to pull like, on so, one, <laughs> that's pretty cool that they
2: kind of established that too. That if you really wanted to, he could
0: tell who batman is yeah and, and that gives gordon too a little bit more like flesh on the bones because you know you don't want it being like oh man this guy's a fucking cop and he hasn't figured it out <laughs> yeah. yet like it makes him feel you know it can make the character feel inept you know what i mean
2: it's so. even like the life too like even in batman begins when he shows his home it's not like a pretty home he lives kind of like in a shitty area too oh really yeah. well remember gordon in yeah. Batman begins yeah that's yeah. right that's right yeah, that's so right. yeah. He, you know you're kind of pulling from that too so like even the way he looks you know gary oldman was like pretty perfect too for that role too definitely you man. know as iconic gordon. as as gordon Yeah, so, I mean, the cops are after him in this series before Gordon gains control, and, you know, Batman pretty much becomes, you know, his ally, but at this time, you know, he's a vigilante, and the cops are trying to chase him down, and there is kind of a scene that he does here that kind of is in the movie, too, with the bats, you know, when he turns on that oh cool that shit you know it's okay. kind of in there too but pretty badass yeah i mean again you know it's the writing the art's really dark you know it's noirish. you mm-hmm. know and yeah when you see batman begins and you read year one you're just like wow they yeah they it, this out you know it's almost like
0: man if you want like a good kind of like give your character some grit and, and and grime you know you can get a good a, a crime story feel you call frank miller you know what i mean Frank, yeah, frank Miller's gonna take care of
2: it You know, for me, you know, if somebody ever asked me, you know, what's a good Batman story, I always like to try to lead them to year one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because you get everything there in year one. You kind of get, you know, who the Bruce Wayne character is, why he does what he does. But also you kind of learn about Commissioner Gordon at the same time. You kind of learn about his principles, why Batman trusts him, why Batman considers him a friend, you know, why they always stick so close to each other. You know, so I always try to say, you know, that one's probably, you know, I recommend that one. Your one is always my top, then probably like Death in the Family, then like Killing Joke, and you know like Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns, so, yeah. Yeah, so. I mean,
0: and I think those would probably be like in anyone's like top five Batman stories, really. Because for a, me, it it's is. So They're the
2: most exciting. It's a pretty the, badass. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: For sure. For sure. Um All right, double A. What do you want to talk about next? Uh We should talk. You want to speak to that Wolverine run? Yeah, man. Before I mean, we get okay, into so the... that
2: was kind of like you know, so Wolverine had been taking off already, so they were like, okay, Marvel, kind of. It's like okay, let's. Let's see where Wolverine can go for it. So they mm-hmm. do a four issue miniseries. It's his first solo adventure, and it's written by Chris Claremont, art by, done by Frank Miller. Super clean art, you know. It's his travels in Japan, you know, uh, which mm-hmm. it kind of you know it just pr- basically gives everything that you know about Wolverine. Wolverine, it what's it's what makes him. Uh, again, the Wolverine was supposed to be kind of a right, you know. That's where they kind of got a lot of the source material was from this four issue series. You know, of course, you know, we're not big fans of the movies, but still again, they're pulling from the Frank Miller right source. That's yeah, you know,
0: again. You're trying you know. to pick the best story to make the movie out and, of. You
2: know, that's a you know, it's just a classic four part story again of just him. You you find out he was he has samurai training. Mm-hmm. You find out that he speaks Japanese. Okay. You know, all his you know all the things that make wolverine I, i'm the best there is at what i do and yeah. what i do isn't nice you know you get the shink you know the ah very cool you know very i cool. mean it's just super clean art a different kind of Wolverine that you're seeing where he's more composed you know he's not all wild like you see like in the other versions of him you yeah. know Super smart, super cunning. I
0: like when they show that aspect exactly. of them. like the, yeah. the
2: hunter, the, yes. the the tracker, that's able the, to speak other languages, right? You know, and right. All that kind of not stuff. just this beast all the time. The secret yeah. agent, almost, that yeah, you see, like the you know? espionage
0: side of of Wolverine. For and sure. that
2: horror issue, you know, pretty much made Wolverine. It made kind of Frank Miller too, mm-hmm. you know, where he got more gigs. But again, you pull from a movie, you're pulling from the Frank Miller source. When you talk about the Wolverine. Right, movie with Hugh Jackman, yeah. I mean, I was like, Man, so it was like, Golly, you have all these movies, these comic book movies that are just pulling from the front from Lillers this guy's north. material, yeah, yeah.
0: So, so you, you would say, um, Wolverine stories that you got to read, you include yeah, that, that four, four issue series, four has issue gotta series. be in there, yeah, you know, by that,
2: it has to be, you know, yeah. plus two
0: again, you know, we've we've often said on here how influential chris claremont is to the x-men and to wolverine as you know them uh so you know you've got a series that's just a wolverine solo series his first solo series and it's drawn by frank miller it's like that that goes in there hand in hand too
2: and it's like everything he loves too, you know frank miller you know again the japanese stuff the ninjas yeah the samurai you know, he, all he that puts kind of that shit in that his that in there yeah that's pretty cool you know so again it's like a really no another good source material another good reading that you know everyone's like okay what's frank miller done well we just told you year one mm-hmm. Dark Knight returns the daredevil run the you know the four issue series of Wolverine. this man is you know
0: everywhere you can pull stuff from everywhere you know from this man no totally i mean and those are characters right there that are like these guys they've already had movies shows you know what i mean like cartoon so it's like all right those these are people that are established and that you know like oh i like this character i trust this character is good and cool and i like them now what do i read from them what comic books do i buy for them okay guess what here's where we go right into that that's what these are the comic
2: books you buy and again he was part of a process of kind of redefining another character Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. he was part of the wolverine makeover so i mean that's pretty that's pretty badass to say you know you can you Made Daredevil a main event guy. You yeah, gave Batman two of his best stories, and then you gave
0: Wolverine pretty much the story of Wolverine. You know, no, totally, totally. So I mean, yeah, that's those. That's the stuff he did for the bigs, right? So you're handling on Marvel side Daredevil, Wolverine at one point. You know what I mean? And then on DC side, they're like they're happy to hand in Batman. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if he ever did any other stuff for 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 DC, but. I mean, obviously, it's like if you're if he's going to come and hang out, you're like, oh, let's give him some Batman stories yeah. because they kind of they the way he writes fits the character so it well. It really
2: does, yeah, you know it I mean? really does.
0: But I mean, like, it wouldn't obviously be much longer after that before you guys say, "Hey, I want to do my own thing" or whatever. And it's like, you know, uh, well, you know, should we talk about that one yet, or go right go first to the three hundred? Yeah, three hundred. Yeah. So, so with three hundred, I mean, like, I guess uh, Frank Miller. Kind of a history buff and just likes
2: the story. It's a really cool
0: last stand story. Yeah.
2: You know, and he just kind of made it in his own way, his own adaptation 300 Mm -hmm. with Leonidas, you know, but I mean, turning, you know, Xerxes probably not the way he looks in real life, you know, Yeah, making him, you know, the God King that, that look. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But the bloodiness. Yeah. I mean, it says here the story and art by Frank Miller, the colors are by Lynn Varley. Uh, It says that this book, uh, the retail here in US thirty bucks. It says winner of the Will Eisner Award and the Harvey Award. So um, it's pretty much like every big award that you can get, you know. A um, single story, single. um, I think it was six issues. I think.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I think so, but it was a a, or maybe six or four. Um, But it's a it's a single a single story told. There's no like other parts to it or whatever. Like when that movie came out, it like exploded right out of the gate yeah game. I well mean, I, golly. I think people that were fans of the book were super geeked but i think people that were just fans of movies were like man this looks like something we've never seen before. and i think
2: that's what some i think that's what people really wanted for i mm-hmm. think it was something they had never seen before i don't even think they even knew it came from fright miller no 300, not at know? all
0: i don't think so either yeah uh,
2: you know the famous line you know this is sparta oh golly. yeah I mean, golly.
0: Yeah. And how about this guy our, our friend right here uh double a i'm showing uh Oh, shit. Like some, of the, some of the art within the book Ugh. and I'll show this for our viewing audience sorry listeners you can't see but if you check us out on youtube you can check it out but uh you know there's just so much of this stuff that comes right out of this book you know um, yeah, i mean
2: the way it looks almost like 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 cm said zach snyder you know kind of gets that look down in the movie you know it's dark it's brutal the blood is out there the blood's splattering mm-hmm. you know the spartans are these like almost like superhuman force fighting force that you've you know no one has ever seen before you know the way they describe xerxes armies you know it's monsters you know the ground quakes when they walk yeah they drink the the rivers you know dry and you know and, and the way he draws them too it's like you know the they're all like ugly creatures he like Xerxes has like creatures like giant creatures and those are his, you know, uh, his
0: army uh,
2: really exaggerated kind of to like just show how ugly the army was how right. devastating this army was you know the immortals they're they're like demons you know behind their masks, when they're yeah. just like a regular you know human looking group you know but yeah you know,
0: <laughs> it's definitely adding to the uh the, to the, lore the mythology of, yeah, uh, yeah yeah the
2: immortals were this big group this big mercenary group that was super dangerous mm-hmm. you know and he makes you know the spartans like these superhumans like not even the immortals
0: can take them on you know yeah so it's like before tarantino was writing his own history uh frank miller's <laughs> right, yeah. writing his own history yeah. here in 300 <laughs> but uh it's so fun it's
2: an but easy I mean, read it was brand new This kind of stuff was like brand new when the movie hit i mean you yeah. had not really seen anything like that before you know the the colors the intensity
0: right you know right. the narration was great you know yeah and if you look at if you read through the book i mean it's like again it, the the movie it's almost pretty much panel for panel but the book is i mean again such a, like a fun short read to like it's you know again the way uh frank miller words his drawing the the men obviously look you know, manly and like they're all cut and, you know, I think some are even kind of drawn without like the, the loincloth or whatever. Yeah, Cause they said they weren't that a lot of them didn't wear the underwear. Yeah. Know, so, yeah. Yeah. So he does it that way. And then, you know, the women, you know, that's the one thing I guess you could say is that frankly, doesn't draw necessarily like, over you know he's no J. scott campbell when it comes to drawing women where they're like extremely gorgeous or or michael turner or whatever but you know he kind of writes around them away like when you read him write about nancy in sin city it's like you gather that she's you know a real you know hot babe or whatever yeah yeah Yeah, you know but i mean sometimes he'll draw the women they kind of look the same you but know again I mean? you
2: know you kind of get like queen gorgo she's like mm-hmm. a strong woman yes. you know, right where, where the messenger gets all pissy you know you know how dare you talk man. yeah you know <laughs> i can talk because spartan women give birth to real men yeah <laughs> yeah so even then that character is like such a badass no you for know.
0: sure man um no, but yeah, I mean, like uh, three hundred again. Like I said, it's just one that's that's fun. You it's know, an can- action
2: packed movie, and you know, it is based on real events. It was mm-hmm. the last stand to try to get all the Greek islands to unite to stop this overwhelming army of conquering everyone, you know, and kind of putting it into senates,
0: yeah, you know, freedoms, you know, just this guy that wanted to take over the whole world you know <laughs> yeah i mean no i mean it's a great story i would love to see fucking frank miller do like an alamo story or something like that right. or whatever i don't know if he's ever tackled like westerns or whatever no, but, yeah. but uh this one is is so fucking cool and i can't remember if i bought this before i bought the before the movie came out or after i, I feel like i oh, bought it okay. before because well we were getting into like we were all like kind of getting into Frank Miller. We were like, Oh I man, we wanted to read Sin City. We wanted to read Dark Knight. Yeah. It turns out we were wanting to read his stuff. And so it was like, I think I might have picked it up maybe slightly before I maybe mean, already knew the movie was gonna come out, but I was like, I want to read it. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, so I can have that background before I see the movie or whatever. But um were you
2: surprised how the movie came out after you read it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Definitely, because I think that, that was my first uh like being like, wow! They did a really true <laughs> yeah. like, like adaptation. <laughs> like, damn! Like, well, Zack Snyder was like, like, he wow. didn't
2: need no storyboards, right? It was just nope. like, okay. I, I want he, this here, use this.
0: Everybody's going <laughs> to yeah. get a copy. You know what I mean? It's going to look just like this. I mean, yeah, right down to the way the helmets are styled. And, everything, right? And everything. Yeah. He did a really great job. That was also kind of you know, if you're a fan of the movie, you are really our introduction to Gerard Butler, right? Like, oh, he, wasn't really he was really yeah. nowhere. Yeah, and super badass. I want everyone wanted Jeez. him to be in everything after that, so. Uh, you know, you can't go wrong with three hundred. But you, again, right, it's yeah.
2: like you know, you get this other, this whole other blockbuster. It kind of changes because you know you kind of start having movies. It's kind of like when Gladiator came out. Remember, then every other movie kind of started coming out, or after yeah. Braveheart, you know, yeah. you, know it, you know it was. This was kind of like the same way when after three hundred came, everyone tried making those kind of
0: pieces and it just didn't flow it just didn't you know these are always hit and miss but it didn't have the same uh as that because i know they even did do a sequel to it i think I, that, and that
2: one's good too I oh actually, is it really i okay. actually like that one a lot too and i, I haven't seen a green comes out in that movie too. okay she's great
0: yeah you know, super hot and i know one of the big things about it as far as a movie goes is that it was like it was like all green screen yeah of course. like there's no yeah. they're not yeah. on set anywhere they're Which all like i'm sure studio. it's hard
2: i mean mm-hmm. but you know you can say the same thing for star wars the prequel sure you yeah. know i mean man most of that shit is all cgi all cgi you know? right yes yeah, so. but you know again you know like what how is it you know it, it just tells you about the man his writing his style that you know someone in hollywood was like man let's grab the let's grab a hold of this 300 property you know in this genre that's not really a, a hit all the time you know sure these period pieces are y- you get one every so often. Yeah.
0: and not only that, but you're taking a lot of liberties as well. So and, it's and like- you're
2: going with. You know, Gerard Butler is your lead, who you said again is not really known. Mm -hmm. You know,
0: Michael Fassbender is not really known. No, not at all. And he's in like a kind of a side role. Side role.
2: You know, the only one that was known I forget his name, is the one from Lord of the Rings, the one who does the narration. No one was talking. Yeah. You know, I mean, godly you just really had a cast of almost nobody's. But then this movie pops out and it's just, it's thrown at you on trailers so much. Man, it made like, I think like 80 million, 90 million, which was crazy at that time. Still, so it wasn't like the way it is now. I mean, that amount of money that came out that weekend mm-hmm. was fucking insane. And I
0: can remember, I think I was going to, uh, I was going to San Antonio college at the time, whatever. And I can remember people kind of like that, you know, uh, knew that I liked movies. We were in a lot of those same classes, but I, and I, I knew that it was a Frank Miller comic already. Uh, again, I think I might've owned this one by that time, but um they were super hyped to see it without knowing any of the without background. Knowing, They're just right? like, man, yeah. that, I've been seeing the previous to that movie. It looks badass or whatever. You know and what I mean like I can even remember ladies I worked with, like older ladies were like, Oh, that looks good. I think they were kind of thinking of terms of like uh you know, Ben Hur and those type of gladiator <laughs> movies. Yeah. So they were looking to something like that whatever, but obviously it had an entirely different look. And again, you know, you gotta ask yourself, that's exactly where Zack Snyder gets it from is right from Frank the mind of Frank Miller. But which is the art you know, of Frank again, Miller. Again,
2: amazing. You know, it's just super amazing that someone was like, hey, let's do this. Frank Miller, he's solid. Mm-hmm. You know, they they've been able to get all these other movies from his sources. Let's try our hand and this other source that no one's tapped into, you know. And man, he had a box office smash with this yeah, one this came totally. and made
0: careers, made Jerome yeah, Butler. Really and I'm sure that got Fastbinder. I'm sure it got him
2: more notice too, because his parts were small, but there were beefy parts, mm-hmm. you know, for Michael Fastbinder. Definitely, man. Know?
0: Definitely. And
2: so, uh you know, again, it just blew up. It blew up, and Frank Miller, you know, his name was out there again. Yep.
0: You know? Yeah, yeah, because it would be at right at the yeah. in the in the title card, yeah. you know what I mean? So you're like, damn, there you go. But um, yeah, I love three hundred guys. You can't go wrong with it. Check it out. It's a nice hardcover. It it, it it fits is. in my really bookcase. Is. Like you know, I got a. It's like a longer, wider book or whatever. But uh, it's cool. And I'll, I mean, I'll... even
2: that image just. Looks oh yeah.
0: Super fucking. Yeah, cool. the classic Spartan the helmet Spartan image, you know I and mean? it looks like he's
2: ready to go to war or any, you know. Totally,
0: man. Totally. So so that's a, that's a fantastic one, but but um, yeah, man. I think we're ready to talk probably double A about you know. I wouldn't say the bulk of his work,
2: but like, well, you know what? This was finally his creation, and he did, mm-hmm. you know, go on for a few years with this with this whole his own universe. Finally, yeah. you know, and man, what a universe it was for sure, God, for sure. Really, I I fell in love with it. You know, it was at that point where again we had been reading so much, you know, and it was kind of like we we're running out, right? Mm-hmm. Like for me, at least, I was like, okay, I, you know, mm-hmm. I've read Ghost Rider, Red Punisher, Thor, Hulk, Spider Man. I read just about every Marvel hero that I wanted to read. Yeah. I've read everything DC that I wanted to read. I was like, what else is out there? And I was like, you know what? Let me go back to Frank Miller stuff. Mm-hmm. I keep hearing again from the Wizards. I keep hearing about this Sin, Sin City. Yeah. You know? And I was like, all right, let me go give it a chance. You know, we were going to this comic book store that had an abundance of Sin City stuff. And we went, I just bought a whole bunch of them, you know, just, I wanted to read it. I wanted to know who this Marv character was. Yeah. Cause Marv was always the one that was always being singled out, mm-hmm. you know, in this book, you know, at first it was just called Sin City. And then somewhere along the way, it got the title, uh, the hard goodbye, Yeah, you know, um, uh, and, man, I was hooked. I read that one quick. It was super fun to read. It was super quick to read. The, the action is all there. You know this hoking big hoking brute, this mm-hmm. seven foot giant. You know, uh, wakes up and finds himself next to a dead prostitute. You know, I mean, right away you're just like, whoa, what the fuck's going yeah. on here? Sounds like know? the all
0: my weekends in my twenties. <laughs> Hopefully not. No, I, yeah, I'm gonna,
2: I was uh, never so lucky. <laughs> Uh, and then the cops come right away and he gets framed for murder. And it just leads to this whole big old web, you know, this whole big corruption. Again, something that he's really famous for, corruption. Yeah, totally. You know? And with this anti-hero that, you know, it's just he's focused, like, on justice in a way. Marv is, you know, always wants to make sure everything's good, you know, with, right. with his friends, you know. So, yeah, he goes on this, you know, it's just, a, you know, this prostitute heard something you know, overheard something that could bring down a powerful family in the mm-hmm. Sin City universe and a killer and they're framing Marv because they're thinking I ah, you know, this guy will get arrested. It'll be the end of it. Yeah, oh, he's a know. bar
0: guy, a fighter, a brawler. Nobody will a, miss this
2: dude. No, nobody will fucking miss this dude. Well, they underestimate the one guy they shouldn't have. You know, because this dude's like a natural born
0: fighter. You know, he was born in the wrong era. You mm-hmm. know, like Dwight yeah. says, yeah, yeah. like Dwight says it best. He should. He, he would have been better off in the gladiator era. He would have been throwing women like <laughs> at him, <you> know. <laughs> and slowly, in his own ways,
2: he starts uncovering. You know, the mystery of what happened in Godey. What the hell happened? Yeah. Why did this terrified girl want to spend the night with this guy, you know, himself, Marv? Why Who's, did she want to spend a night with him? Who was she so afraid of that she came to him for protection that night? Yeah. You know? And he's
0: self-described it? as like, you know, this kind of hideous guy. Seven foot. Like, he's flat top. Yeah. You know, just scars the scars all over from the fighting place. and you know, like shit. I feel like uh his whole face looks like how, like, um, oh, shit, what's a wrestler cat that's got the gross middle of his forehead from all the cuts? Oh, Jesus.
2: Like but Bruiser Brody. That's, Kyle, like, that's like, how, like,
0: Marv's whole face probably Dusty looks, you Rose, know what I mean? Like, yeah. being being in just, you know, numerous fights, you know. He kind of even says, like, oh, the only way I'm going to get a girl because they're so scared of me is to pay, you know what I mean? Hey, and even then, it's that's, like, even, like, a hard thing to, to come by. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, right away, I, I remember too, kind of seeing the same things. And it's funny because we talk about how, like, you know, preacher's not my favorite book, but we remember seeing it in, on the list and being like, man, what the fuck? It was is always this? on the list. Yeah, yeah. We were always like, well, what the fuck is this? But blah blah. But Sin City was one that I was always see the images, the yeah. black and white images. Which I thought
2: was very weird, right? Yeah. Black and white. Yeah. It was
0: like, yeah. wow. And, and then I was like, what is this book about? But I remember not feeling that same way. I just remember being like, like, it, it looks neat or whatever. But you know, it wasn't until kind of we got you know, we were trying to—I would say—like educate ourselves on like the greatest comic book stories in a way or whatever. And that's when we like were like, okay, we got to go into Sin City now. And again, it was always like you know, Watchmen, Dark Knight Returns, and then like way in the back, you
2: yeah. know, it'd be like Sin City, but that first volume, you know, mm-hmm. with Marv, and it was just like, hmm, you yeah. know, that's like another one we haven't touched, but it's by a writer that we're comfortable with, that we
0: know definitely, you know, it's Frank Miller. And i remember thinking to myself too i was like sin city i was like like is it like take place in vegas and i was like well <laughs> only to find out that it's short for the name basin city that's where they're at and it's an imaginary yes uh excuse me frank miller's creation uh city um but and then right away too i didn't really know what i was getting into i'm like oh my what am i you know am, are there gonna be superheroes which there is not you know no. what i mean it's 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 a straight up like almost like a. Would you say like a Dick Tracy? Yeah, like a yeah. Dick, yeah It's like detective. Just with and, no Dick Tracy, and, though, almost. Yeah. You know? yeah, where a lot of people are bad guys, and people die, and people... But, you know, look the characters
2: are there, the looks are there, you know, kind of like that Hallmark Dick Tracy, you mm-hmm. know? Oh, you yeah. Know, the character looks, you know, the the faces, everything, you
0: know? Yeah, and, and again, too, it's like the way Frank Miller draws in, in this particular book. I don't know if he draws it especially this way, but it's like more of those hard lines, more of those, you know, there's no, like, you know rounded edges on anything or whatever you know what I mean but it just works so well and it's so fun I mean like without having seen the movie when I read it I could hear like the the footsteps in the in the puddles in an alley I could hear that you know type of music that would be there you know the and
2: then the way even like the way he describes the rain uh Marv does like when he's like man it's that Cold rain, you know, mm-hmm. that's kind of trying to cool off the city. But he says that most of the time they get that hot rain. You know, it's still hot. <laughs> you know, it's like well yeah. I, I've been in rain that's like that, where it's just it's still fucking hot. Even you know, being in it, it's still hot. Yeah, you know, it's ugly. It does feel ugly. It does feel swampy. You know, it,
0: and it's, it's like nasty. W- reading it, you know, you I could like I said, I could hear the music kind of like the the that yeah. horn like that. Yeah like you know there's like that like oh it's one of those like a sleazy dive type you know what I mean and I'm like man this is like so cool because I mean I never read any old pulp comics like that or anything like that so for me this was my introduction into that type of world um guys we're right up at a break right now so we'll take this quick one um we'll read through your comments we see there's uh, quite a few in there and then uh, we'll probably round out the episode right now talking about Sin City City. and have you guys join in the conversation with us all right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us during that quick brief of a blip. Uh, we're gonna keep the comments rolling with you guys now. Probably, I think this might be our last block, right? Double A here. Uh, we yeah. round it out here. Yeah. Uh, what did we get in the comments uh, right here? Oh, and then Joe said, "Wait, what
2: you, we had talked about about the 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 writer who created the Winter Soldier mm. in that whole run, Ed Brubaker. Yeah. yeah, that pretty much, you know, uh, he said, you know, he didn't really get make
0: shit out of that." right you know. right and i'm on the fence about that one only because i mean i heard what he said on kevin smith's podcast and and i mean like that's it was not a good story like i was like oh that kind of sucks to hear but at the same time too it's like he did get a cameo in the winter soldier or but whatever. it is you weird
2: know. how there is certain writers artists that do get a lot of money from these movies yeah like i heard Rival Ride- life though is fine yeah with what he gets from Dare- deadpool yeah like he's good with it but there's other guys that you know they're based on their stories and it's kind of like godly you know like have them walk the red carpet you know too sure
0: I I think the writer is extremely important these guys
2: are making money off your stories they're like hey you know what this was a really great six part story Mm -hmm. let's do a whole series on that yeah that's kind of like well shit then in the fucking
0: movie after the winter soldier or whatever but here's my thing too double a what do you think when it comes to this because this is kind of where I get feel like the water gets muddy, right? You have a guy like, I love, we'll go back to wrestling. I love CM Punk. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, You know, he had all those complaints or whatever about, you know, that time. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember when Triple H came out with his rebuttal, it wasn't, really a bad rebuttal like i was like oh that's actually pretty solid he's like what is this guy complaining about he had the belt longer than anybody in modern times they we put him on the game we did all this he was kind of like damn like what else did he want like he's okay, like okay but did he ever wrestle at main event at I, mania no i know but at that point it's like well are you just adding on to a list of complaints like don't make it sound like we didn't give you the keys to the kingdom if you didn't you know you're just like i don't it, know because a lot of times if you look back on it he's not the main event
2: on a lot of the shit mm-hmm. yeah i mean i can and see that For a guy that, you know, you have to have an ego, you have to. Sure. You have the belt. This is supposed to say that I'm the best there is, and I should be going on last because no one can follow me. Yeah. You know, and instead, no, you get Rock and Tina over the two WrestleManias that were, you know, that you're supposed to be headlining over, you know, like the belts thrown
0: in the back. Right. Right, you know, I no, no, there, and I, I definitely agree with with that notion or whatever. But I, again, like I said, for me to be like, "Oh man," you know, like kind of looking back and hearing what Triple H had said about that, I was like, "Well, but he's then, not you know,
2: wrong." But then, you know. Okay, so you know that story about CM Punk, but there—I mean, there's also stories about Hogan wanting to stay on top. There's sure. stories about Stone Code not wanting to do certain jobs. Well, so this, I mean, I mean,
0: yeah, this is what I mean too. Maybe like with the Ed Brubaker thing, it's like, and I don't know. These people have handlers, lawyers, agents, whatever they do, or maybe they don't so if not if you don't then you got to fight for yourself right so at what point do you say and i mean like you know i famously went on my tirade about dave chappelle and like the whole thing like kind of like after the fact complaining Mm -hmm. about the contract or whatever and and it it ended up working out in his favor so it's like okay that worked out but it's like you you have to you got to be your own number one fan first you know what i mean you got to go to bat for yourself if if if, if i tell you you want two million and you're like yeah i'll take two million then it's like okay yeah, I would have paid you 10, but I'm like, you tell me you're going to only take this. These motherfuckers are in a business too. Like if this guy doesn't fight to walk the red carpet or say, Hey, I want my name on there. And again, the main complaint he kind of said was just like, he was like, like he said, I made more money off the royalties from my appearance in the movie for a few seconds. than I did off what I got for the thing. Okay. Well, and again, I'm not, I'm I'm just playing devil's advocate. You know what I mean? (laughs) As my, as my uh, PlayStation handle is, it's like, you know, but it's like, uh, What did you do? Did you go? Did you fight for that? Did you say that or whatever? Like it's like you've got to you've got to put the value in yourself too and be like, nah, man, I don't like this deal or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, are they gonna? It's a little bit playing hardball. Are they gonna pull out or whatever? You know what I mean? It's like you know, that's kind of just like what I what I'm thinking. You know what I mean? It's like I'm like, well, I mean, again, if they got if they offer you only so much or only so many things and you say yes, then that's where they're gonna leave it. They're not going to be like, you know, like I said, these people that Dishbow got the money out of, it's after he goes on air, says this shit, and everyone's like, now fuck those companies, blah, blah, let's boycott them and all that. Now they're like, okay, okay, oh, that was wrong. What happened to you? If that would never happen, they'd be like, fuck, we own the rights. We don't give a shit. Yeah, and they you know wouldn't. I mean? They wouldn't. Yeah. You know, so, I mean. Again, he used his position and his power. And I think maybe that's what Ed Brubaker did. He got on Kevin Smith's podcast. There's a lot of people listening to that. And he said this in front of the people that matter and cared, the fans. Because obviously, here we are talking about it. And we're like, well, you know, that was kind of fucked up or whatever, you know. But again, at the same time, too, I don't think fucking, you know, not much has happened. I don't think anyone's tweeting Kevin Feige like, oh, you fucking should pay Ed Brubaker <laughs> all right, or whatever. Everyone loves Kevin Feige. Yeah, for so. sure. For sure. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it was like when Tarantino recently was on uh, on Joe Rogan and, you know, he asked him about Weinstein and all that or whatever. And he was like, oh, man, you know, like he goes, well, for me, it sucked. He was like, here's a guy that I have worked with that pretty much gave him the keys to the kingdom. He did. He did. And then you find out, yeah. oh, the guy giving you the keys is a fucking scumbag. scumbag. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then he goes, you know, what can I say that I didn't know? He's like, some stuff, he's like, you're around all the time, so you kind of know some stuff, but you're not really sure. You know what I mean? Like, you know, people Look, joke about point, it. You yeah,
2: because at this point, what he's probably just thinking is like,
0: this guy's letting me make my movie the way
2: I want to, you know, yeah, I hear stuff, but it can't be true. Right. right I mean, right. This guy, you know, locking women in the hotels and everything. You yeah. Know, Cause he's, he knows Harvey one way. Right. Or Harvey's fire. Like, yeah, Quentin, yeah. QT, you know, whatever it calls mm-hmm, him, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go out there, man. Make us a fucking, you know, blocks out box office blockbuster, you know, and, and don't worry about, you know, the costs
0: and everything. Tarantino's probably like, all right, cool. Yeah, because that's Um, what he's there to do. Tarantino's like, I'm here to get my movie made. He's not here to gossip with the
2: dude. Like, hey, man, where did you get laid? You know, who did you get laid from this time? You know. Yeah,
0: and someone could easily come in and say the other argument and say, "Oh, well, all it takes is for evil to triumph is for Goodman to do nothing." Okay, okay, you're you're right. Trying to do a whole bunch of Hollywood there. Sure, because apparently everyone knew about Kevin Spacey
2: and no one did a fucking thing about it. Yep. Yeah. Well,
0: not only that, but what about all the the Corey's stories and the that fucking too. numerous yeah. directors and whoever yeah. knows? Types so, I mean, that are everyone out there.
2: knows,
0: that <laughs> it's corrupt and maybe right? Miller was onto something. No city. shit, right? A different yeah. kind of corruption. <laughs> yeah. So uh double give me the couple of commentary we've got coming from Joe. Joy joining in with us. Appreciate uh... that, Joe.
2: He says you can see his
0: influence throughout the
2: comics. Mm-hmm. Then he does a little CM Punk chant. CM Punk, CM Punk. And he goes, yeah, he re- really resented the part-timer coming in, The Rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for sure." Uh, then he says, I'm
0: not canceling Disney Plus or Netflix anytime soon. Hey, you know, like I said, so it's kind of funny, right? What people can get away with saying certain stuff or doing certain things and they don't get canceled. I mean, like, you know, I've been thinking lately about the whole Chick-fil-A thing or whatever it was. like oh, They kind of yeah. came out with that really strong lean it's like but th- all the doors are open on all their stores so eh, I don't know I guess like the way for me is like it sucks when people
2: believe in something they probably shouldn't believe in but you know what it is that right mm-hmm. here that in America That's that right. we do have that you can't really get anywhere else you know yeah uh, if women say anything you know in the Middle East you know they they get brutally put down mm-hmm. you know I mean it's bad yeah, you know, but I mean, it's like you said, it's not like these, you know, Chick Fil as like they welcome anybody in the damn stores, right? You, know? you never see right. anyone turn away, and they right. always serve everyone the same, you know? So yeah,
0: it's not fair. It sucks probably who they mean,
2: probably bad. Uh, yeah, you know, but I'm like, I'm if somebody wants to give money to Donald Trump, okay, that's their right. Yeah, <laughs> and know?
0: as far as like their management structure and all that, it's like, well, you know, it should be based on skills, not on anything else. If you're looking at anything on the outside of that, then that's definitely questionable practices or whatever and I've, i would you know. i've been
2: at that position where i can hire people at, you know when i used to work at this one spot mm-hmm. and i really didn't care i was like i wanted the answers i wanted clear answers right what would you do in this right. situation and when somebody was like "Uh, i don't know yeah I was like okay well you're not you're not what I'm looking for there. yeah you know, that's how I think exactly. it. I need someone that's gonna help me I don't need someone <laughs> yeah. that's gonna
0: be standing around not knowing what the fuck <laughs> you're doing the you best know? person for the job regardless yeah. of gender color and he really
2: of that, does it you know so yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. But again, I also say too, be your number one fan and and believe in yourself and and support yourself. yourself. Pull for yourself. Get what if you think they they offering you two million and you think you're worth five million, then ask for fucking five million or walk away.
2: It's just like how you do what what in your resume Mm -hmm. when it says you know what do you expect to get paid? Yeah, put your expected rate. Yeah,
0: I mean you know you might tell yourself, I'm gonna lowball myself because I want to get in. It's like, well, okay, remember. You know, it's like they tell you, right? You let someone walk on you one time, then they're going to walk on you all the time or whatever. But, and we are way off track on (laughs) Frank Miller, guys. Well, Well, let me, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. We're talking about pretty much properties being taken away from
0: them. Let's talk about some really cool shit. So I'm going to show you guys something inside this book, right? This is the the story. If you go back to more than a year ago now, right? Double A, more than a year ago now. In a day in March. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. More than a year. More than a year. Um, we already had our one year birthday Oh season. yeah, More yeah, than a yeah. year ago in yeah. March of 2020 Me and Double A are sitting around in this room Deciding what to call our show Well that's what Double A says Why don't we call it Just Another Friday Night Like after <laughs> Marv's uh, Story, Solo Story Just Another Saturday Night And I was like that's a great fucking title I was like you know what I mean So uh, in this book I have here which is called Booze, Broads and Bullets A Sin City Story So it's part 6 so there's you can get them like kind of in order or whatever but if you see the title of the first story right there guys and I'm, for those audio listeners i'm showing the camera the inside of the book it is called just another saturday night i think double a you got it hanging up on the wall right
2: yes i do it's this red one right here if you can see it mm-hmm. oh sorry no no that's why This yeah. red one right here it's our, just another saturday night
0: and i and, and this is a black and white version of that inside the book guys but just another and saturday it's just again you know my love for frank miller
2: you know i just i love the dude's stuff i have a shitload of his books and i was just like man i love that title because you know for marv for him a saturday night is a brutal saturday night yeah and it's just another saturday night for marv yeah, yeah. and i was just like man that'd be so cool you know just another Friday night. You know, <laughs> and here we, we are. Talks, you know, we talk to shit, you know, and drink and, you know, kind of just do what we were doing in our backyard, you know, just kind of do just another Friday night. You know, we would always barbecue and drink and have a roundabout discussion about everything and anything, you know, mm-hmm. when we would hang out with you know, our group, you know, yeah. so it was,
0: just like we do here where it goes yeah. off the rails
2: onto, under one <laughs> and thing. It really does. It really does. We can talk about one thing and just completely go into a whole nother direction, you know? Yeah. And lots of arguments would happen. <laughs>
0: always, <laughs> always.
2: But, uh, it was just another Friday night, you know?
0: I mean, so from right there, we talk about him influencing all these films, <laughs> the man's book, title literally influenced the title of our show. Just another Friday night comes from Marv's solo story, just another Saturday night. Um, and you know, uh, my favorite Sin City story was always that yellow bastard. Mine, too. My um, the leaps and bounds. Hardigan, the Hardigan story, the Great Nancy story, story, the twist. You yes. know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, shit, you know. Probably uh, my favorite
2: character, too, Hardigan, you mm-hmm. know. My yeah, favorite story. I always like Dwight
0: a lot, too. <clears throat> Dwight's sure. good, but,
2: man, there's something about Hardigan. I thought or... you were a straight-up
0: Marv guy. I am, know? I am. Love Marv.
2: You know, the Hardigan, you know, that yellow bastard. That was the one I was really excited about to see in the movie. Yeah was that yellow bastard. That's the one I wanted to see. Played by Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Man. Knocks it out of the park on that. Jessica Alba, you know? fantastic. Yeah.
0: And uh even the guy, the young guy, who I believe he's from San Antonio, I think. Oh man, uh jo- the John Connor. The, one. He played the John Connor guy, yeah. yeah. He plays Rourke Jr. Yeah. Uh great job too that he does. Which is funny because uh, my good buddy Jimmy would always call me that. He would say, Man, you got fucking Rourke Junior's body <laughs> <laughs> just I would just fucking laugh. I'd be like, Yeah, kinda of, kinda Rourke Junior man, you know the 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 way too they made him yellow in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Just just like in the book, man. I mean, so, so you know, back in 2018, we had a really cool opportunity, right? Double A. Yes, who, we did. Who who found it? You found it out,
2: right? Yeah, I found it somewhere looking at something, and I saw that you know this south by southwest that we have here in Texas, uh, DC was doing a pop up event, mm-hmm. and for free you can get, I think, one or one autograph or two autographs from Bendis. Who we all love, mm-hmm. Jim Lee, mm-hmm. Frank Miller, and it was Dan Jergens, but we didn't get to meet Dan Jergens because he didn't come on that Saturday. Uh, he was gonna be there on that Sunday. So, and it was free. All you had to do was just register, you get your ticket, and that's it. You, that was it. Uh, and it was gonna be in Austin. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, I told CM and I told our buddy Albert, I was like, guys, we gotta go, we gotta go to Austin. Frank Miller usually charges a shitload of money for an autograph. Yeah. You have your chance to get it for free. Jim Lee charges a shitload. We can get him for free. You know, Bendis is going to be there. We love fucking Bendis. He was Ultra just taken over on Superman, yeah. too. Yeah. And we're, you know, we're huge fans. We both have that print. You can't mm-hmm. really see it, but we both have that print right there. And I was just like, man, this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. It truly was. That, you know, these guys are going to be signing for free. I think Jim Lee, I think he can register twice, and he would sign two books. Frank Miller was only going to be there at one time. Mm-hmm. And Bendis was only going to be there at one time. But I think Bendis, you can have, like, two books. Yeah. I, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was two books. And, who it was a brutal, brutal hot. You know, Texas
0: Day. Yeah, very... It was in April, I believe. It I was. think South by Southwest is in April. And
2: it sucked because the next weekend it was super cold. Yeah. Which would have been great.
0: You yeah. Know? But this weekend was...
2: Balls hot. And we were bro. we
0: were out there hot. We were trying to get water. Uh,
2: your your girl went, Jess, and I think she regretted the moment that we stepped out.
0: It you helped know? me get more shit signed. You know what I mean? She she. Helped, I think like, she regretted shit. going. Yeah. Uh, and she was like oh,
2: this is what, but you know it was. She cool? was like, "This is what you guys do. This is like how hardcore you guys get." And I was like, "I don't want to. I don't want to be a part of this." Shit. Like, this is just the tip of the iceberg, man. <laughs>
0: huh? And you know what? It was a cool pop up too, right? Double A because they was. had they had some different Batmobiles. Yeah out there they had like the batmobile with the one like the ribs yeah or whatever they had the superman statue they had an
2: aquaman statue yeah Yeah.
0: from batman uh uh, no no from a man of steel where he's kind of like doing that pose they had that stat out there and but yeah guys free we got in line um it's, it's not much of an autograph, but... Uh, it's not. That's what kind of pisses you off sometimes. For our viewing audience, if you see this scribble down here in yeah, the market, like, that's Frank the Miller's autograph on my that? copy of That Yellow Bastard. I also got him to sign, uh, of course, The Dark Knight Returns. One of these my girlfriend was holding. That's why I probably have more than uh, more than uh, one autograph. And then, of course, I showed you guys earlier the uh, 300 book, and he signed it right on the inside. There was uh, something, that,
2: right? It was like they was sign two... I think, right? But you, you. I think Jess was able to get that one signed, right?
0: Yeah. I yeah. think
2: that's how we were able to do it. That's how you are able to get three of his autographs. I think so.
0: Oh, I think I just gave her some stuff, and I was just like, you know, put it down, and she probably just
2: handed everything to them. I think so, or something. But I think that's how CM was able to get that many, because I don't remember. I only got one Frank Miller. Oh, really? Yeah, what did you get signed? signed uh, the Daredevil 181, where Elektra dies. Oh, very nice. Man. That had always been a personal favorite. He signed of mine. it on the front? uh yeah it's right there you can't really see it that's how kind of sorry oh i do see
0: it yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) so it's a unique signature for sure it's
2: very unique. it's very sloppy it's very ugly Uh (laughs) and we have this really funny story you know (laughs) (laughs) so me and cm we we get our autographs we get everything signed by what we want jim lee and and frank miller and our buddy albert's like right behind us and uh what did he want he wanted frank miller just frank miller to sign his batman superman right yeah he
0: brought he brought like a a weird i thought i had a like i don't have the books that double a has and i don't think albert
2: did either i think that was like the only kind of like frank miller yeah thing he had because it was like frank miller jim lee
0: yeah they were collaborating on some book and but I, I had the benefit of having like my girlfriend there to get like a double my autographs whatever, yeah. which is like you know i should have let you 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 use her to get some better shit signed double it <laughs>
2: so but I, anyway yeah, yeah, so yeah albert albert anyways takes... albert like kind of like leaves his comic like leaves it right there for frank miller just frank miller's sign and he signs it and then he like he's like hey jim like i think the way he said it is like hey jim look he has this one by us and he Passes it to Jim Lee And Jim Lee signs it <laughs> And that was like the one autograph From Jim Lee for Albert Albert was like super fucking pissed about it Because yes. he wanted Jim Lee to sign something else That he had And <laughs> he laughed for a good while
0: Yeah, because there's a great picture I have also too of Frank Miller Who was looking pretty old at that he, time yes. That's like yeah. two, two, three years ago yeah. now But yeah, it's this picture of Frank Miller Kind of like turned And he's got like the, the hat on You He always wears a hat and he's got this face where it, we just kept telling Albert, like, man, there was going to be a crisis. Albert, it was crisis on, on your earth that day. Yeah, he was super pissed. Yeah, because he was like, man, I really wanted one and one. But I was like, I was in my mind. I was like, why the fuck did you hand them a book that they're both on? They're sitting right next to each other. Like <laughs> He passes it right yeah, to like, Jim Lee. I, you know what? I don't blame Frank Miller. That's what I would have done too. I'd have <laughs> been like, oh, he must want us both on this, which why <laughs> wouldn't you, right? Double A, like a book that they both worked on. Yeah. You know? I remember Jim Lee admired my uh, my little versions of the books. Sin oh, Sin did he? Books. Okay, I thought it was a 300. Yeah, because he said he hadn't seen these. He goes, oh, I haven't seen these. Oh, wow. There. And okay. my nephew always admires them too because the spine makes a picture. Uh, I have two different parts right here, but if you see the spines all together, I have them all together in my bookshelf. They make a, a picture. I think it's Nancy dancing. But um, he said he hadn't seen those before. They actually – what sucks about him is they were just like a Barnes & Noble one or something because they have – Yeah, like, they
2: were. I think they were – well, no, I don't think it was his Barnes. It was.
0: They were going through that whole set. Yeah, they've got a sticker on there that says They were like, trying to capitalize on a movie, I believe. Now right? a major motion yeah. picture. Yeah. But you know what? It says on there on the back, 15 books. That's how it says. Yeah. It. So it's just $15. Yeah. That's no, not bad. Yeah, and so and because they were that price, I was able to get the whole set because I would never have got. You have all the individual issues, right? I have except Hellenbeck.
2: Oh, okay. My version of Hellenbeck is like those. But you don't own any trades, right? Just the I just a hard goodbye and that yellow bass. Oh, okay, okay. The I thought you heard all
0: single issues. The rest of them are
2: single issues. It's is pretty badass too. And, I, and I I've seen Big bad some Kill, sometimes. Game to Kill. Those were single issues, yeah. you know. Then the one shots, no okay. single issues. So. Now, did you talk to him at all? We, there wasn't like a
0: lot of time to conversate,
2: right? No. No, and I wish I could have. He's mm-hmm. just kind of like he signs in it and just kind of gives it back. So it's yeah. not one of those, you know. Yeah. Because I've met him twice. I got to meet him twice, but again, it was it felt like kind of a rush. Yeah. You know. So what was your second time meeting him? Uh, it was at the Alamo City Comic Con. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. realize he came to that's that. That's when I had that Dark Knight issue four signed by him and Klaus Jensen Jans- over there. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, but man, his signature fucking blows. I'm like <laughs>
0: Klaus. No, Frank oh, right. Klaus,
2: he can actually read his name. Yeah. You
0: know? No. What was that one charging? Because you uh, got it for way, free. The no, first. See,
2: yeah, and that's why I told you guys to yeah. jump on this, because yeah. I paid about $100 bucks okay. just for one autograph. Okay. And that's why I was taking it. was one guys, item you got it. tick Okay. If you wanted more, you had to upgrade to his other package. Oh, shit. And, okay. Which would only be like two autographs,
0: and then the other one would be like three autographs. Because and- uh, – Did you do Jim Lee at Fan Expo? No, No, I didn't. We knew Mario did, right? Mario Delgado did.
2: Now, see, Jim Lee has a better deal. It's like 120, but you get like three autographs and a picture
0: okay so that's pretty that's cool.
2: a good deal you get three at least yeah with frank miller it was just like one that's all i was saying you and albert i was like jump on it yeah you know because it's <laughs> free and you end up getting three autographs out
0: of it so uh, yeah that's yeah fucking cool i know? wish i had some single issues that i got him on one I mean, that's cool what you know, got but,
2: you know the but, 300 yeah. the dark Knight returns i mean that's yeah that's great stuff and again
0: they're for me so
2: it's not like And that's what i'm right, saying right, yeah but... so you got like Frank Miller's autograph on, like, three different, you know... Three different things. Things, so yeah. that's
0: fucking cool, you know? Yeah, um, but shit, man, I, I love yours, too. Those are some great, great individual issues to get signed, but... But, you know, the Sin City stuff
2: is so great. You know, the Big Fat Kill, you know, it's about, you know, they accidentally killed a cop, mm-hmm. and, you know, that was, like, you know, the cops and, and you know, Old Town had, like, this agreement. The cops kind of let the prostitutes kind of, like, run their show. yeah. But they don't ever cross the line of killing cop and they accidentally kill this really dirty cop and you know they have to hide the body and there's like a whole bunch of bullshit that goes on. So the big fat kill is really cool. A dame to kill for is a really fucked up story mm-hmm. where maybe a lot of guys can identify, maybe you know, with the woman that's just so incredibly sexy, beautiful. And she gets you to do all these things that you don't want you to do. You know, that's what happens with Dwight. Mm-hmm. He gets involved with the murder of her rich husband. <laughs> you know, and then she kind of gets rid of Dwight right after that. And, you know, after saying that she was going to be his afterwards. You know? Yeah. And, you know, Dwight kind of comes back for revenge on that one. So that one's a really cool story. And I would really recommend seeing, you know, part two, even though it was a big hit. Evergreen Green does a great job. As Ava Lord in the Dame to Kill For. I remember
0: this one still being pretty good. It is I good. I liked it. This and it had like
2: it, it had the sequel to that yellow bastard with Nancy. Yeah, that's where right. she finally gets her
0: revenge on the Ward family. Yeah. For Hardigan, you know. And they wrote the new story that's with only Joseph in here. With Joseph, yeah. yeah, the, mm-hmm. the Johnny story, so that's pretty cool. Uh, but you know,
2: there's like corruption and there's these really straight characters that are good characters, but just get caught in really bad situations like Dwight, like Hardigan, like Marv. I mean, they're just, you know, they're guys trying to do the right thing and it just doesn't happen. You know? This is a great steel book, man. You yeah, know I you bought it man. when it came out. Because like I said, it was a flop when when it came out. Like, I don't know why. I guess it just wait. They waited too long. I think so. But man, that movie is great. I would really recommend, you know, "Dame to Kill for Part 2 because that's a really good sequel. It's still in the same formula as the first one. You know, Josh Brolin does a great job as Dwight, mm-hmm. you know, um, would so, you get this steelbook, Best Watch? Probably.
0: Yeah. Probably. I like how it says here, Frank Miller's Sin City, Adamed, A Dame to Kill For, directed by Raoul Rodriguez and Frank Miller, mm-hmm. written by Frank Miller. So his name is literally smeared all over, smeared it. All over yeah. the front, which is, you know, that's got to be cool for like a comic book writer cool. guy.
2: Yeah, to see your stuff
0: on a big picture, to yeah.
2: see your stuff on DVDs, you know, that's. That's gotta be fucking cool.
0: And I feel bad, double A, because we didn't talk a lot about like the man, where he's from, and all that stuff. And I don't really know too much about his personal life I don't or know history. Either, or but you know, does.
2: just you know, that he's just a badass writer. Mm-hmm. And I love his stuff. You know, he's really into all the ninjas, the noir. You know, the the brooding hero. He's reinvented so many heroes. Uh, Sin City is such a big part of comic lore. You know. Uh, I love the dude. I love his writings. I love his characters that he's created. Um, I think he's one of the best, you know, and I'm, I was able, to, I was really happy just to be able to meet him twice.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. And I was happy for the moment that double eight, uh, put me on to, to meet him once at the, at this uh, pop-up in, uh, in Austin for South by Southwest. So Joe says, uh, Still pretty badass to have him do it. Agree uh, with the signings. He says, uh, that's awesome. He says, really think the actors in Sin City movie were perfect. In yeah, the roles. they really Agree. were. I think such yeah. a so great casting. And Robert Rodriguez is a great director. So you've got that aspect as well. But but um, but um, yeah, man, uh, would you put him on your Mount Rushmore of writers? For me, for myself,
2: yes. Yeah, okay. For myself, okay. yes. Because um, just the amount of books I have of just him, mm-hmm. yeah, it would, <clears throat> it would pretty much lead you to – Oh, wow, uh, you know, Double A really loves fucking
0: Frank Miller. Yeah, and I hadn't thought about it, but when you, know, when you proposed the idea for the episode to me, I was like, uh, yeah, that's a great idea, especially since, like, our name kind of comes from there, yeah, too. Like, yeah. you know, if anyone wanted to know the history of the name, like, I, I think I have been asked before, like, why do y'all call it that? Like, why is that the name of your podcast? And I was like, well, it's based on a comic book story or whatever. Which we, fits us. Which yeah. fits us, yeah. We're, and And then now this guy. So, I mean, I think I definitely would. He would definitely be on the Just Another Friday Night, Mount Rushmore, and I'd have to think really hard about my personal one, but yeah, I could definitely see him being on there, because I celebrate quite a bit of the guy's catalog, too. And, you do, yeah. Um, you know, his books have like what he, I like in movies, you re-readability. Say,
2: you have to say his stuff really, maybe even influenced the cart and stuff, the Grant Morrison sure. stuff. Oh, yeah, mean, yeah, sure. It's hard not to with the Sin City stuff alone, but, mm-hmm. you know, with the Daredevil stuff, the Batman stuff, you have to say that it really influenced a lot of the 90s guys, too really start writing that kind of style you know, yeah. more real style where you can smell the place, you can feel the place. You oh, can, definitely. You know, you can,
0: you know, feel
2: your environment.
0: Absolutely. You know? <laughs> yeah. And Frank Miller does a great, great job of that when he, especially in the Sin City books, I think, yeah. you know what I mean, so, so yeah, no man, good shit. Uh, Joe also says, uh, uh, he wrote the definitive books on our favorites. I mean, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So that puts him right up there. You know, it's one of those situations where you ask yourself, I like this so much. I wonder who wrote it. Were you bothered to wonder the same way with the movie where you bothered to wonder who, and that's who where I started looking.
2: You. I was like, what else mm-hmm. has he done? And just, I kept going further and further and further in. Yeah. I was like, man, this guy, I like his stuff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and if you're going writer wise, I mean, it's like, you know, you like, let's just say, Hey, I, you're going to get dropped on a desert Island with just your favorite writers, uh, body of work. It's like, that wouldn't be a bad pick at all that because you're going to get a great yeah. bunch of shit to the good shit to read. Yeah. So, um the man has had a great career. Is having a great career. He did Batman again later on. I mm-hmm. think not to the success of before. Not to whatever, the success, but, still. but
2: still. Every time you heard Frank Lillian yeah. Dark Knight, it was just, it,
0: it gathered a lot of buzz. Yeah, and, and I think uh, Jim Lee was drawing that one. Yes, he so was, it was, yeah, he had
2: an all-star cast
0: on the third one. Yeah, yeah. I had a, I think that's what it was called. I think it was All-Star Batman. So, oh, that, yeah, that's, that's what right. it's called. All-Star yeah, Batman. speaking of that, yes. All-Star yes. cast, yes. All-Star yes. Batman. Yeah, and uh, I remember I had a couple of those issues. Whatever. I, I think they went in my first collection. Yeah, and that Dark Knight
2: 3, I think it was like Andy. Or Adam Kubert and nice. Klaus Jansen was and that they Azarello the, the was one. helping out too. You yeah. Know? So I mean, yeah, it was it was an all-star cast he yeah. yeah, for Very that Dark Knight cool. Three. Very cool.
0: Uh anything else, Double Any final thoughts on the on the man? Uh, just
2: man, you know, just read his stuff. It's it's influenced some of the big comic book movies, still influencing you know. Mm-hmm. So check out his stuff and maybe you'll like it too, you know.
0: I agree I second that motion on that definitely I, I can't say anything more about him than he's one of the best by far Joe says I have more Morrison and Miller uh so who's the fourth uh, so oh he goes I have uh more Morrison uh and oh, Miller okay. uh who's the fourth uh, that's a good that's a good question Joe you know what we won't we won't do it tonight because i got to think about it but well, I'm, i already I know one of them uh-huh. just one of the guys right you right. know so, garth yeah. is on mine for sure <laughs> uh, especially we're talking about comic writers garth whatever and you know i think i am going to throw frank on there so that's two but i got to round out my my fill out my rest um because i mean i could put mark miller on there so i've got frank miller and mark millar yeah, it's
2: like frank miller alan moore chris claremont he's on there and i can't i would have to Dig really deep
0: on my fourth one. I think I'd probably have to go with Alan Mortensen, and that would probably make my four or whatever. But, um, either way, guys, it's been a great discussion with y'all tonight. Uh, Joe, we really appreciate you being here till us to the very end. We know that's always yeah, a lot to also. ask for. <clears throat> um, guys, uh, I like to remind you guys, as always, please buy a t shirt, number one. <laughs> so there's that. Um, but also, guys, if there's something that you want to do, go out there and do it, seize the day, uh, just like obviously Frank Miller did, and guys, um, don't forget what Cap says, guys. To do that, you got to do whatever it takes. Uh, guys, for myself, CM Chuck, and Double A. this has been just another Friday night. Good night.